what is going on everybody how are you doing on this fine thursday evening my name is eric welcome to q2c vr gamer live we are weekly vr podcast that broadcast live every thursday at 9 p.m to youtube facebook twitch and the multiverse except not tonight because youtube or facebook is screwing with us one more time actually i think it's restream but it doesn't matter we're still not in there <laughs> if you cannot catch us live guys you know you can always catch us afterwards on your favorite podcast platform but if you don't catch us live todd you can't win and man we we've been given so much stuff away lately that i don't know if we could ever rival what we did last week but we have a lot of killer shit to give away this week man yeah um there's gonna be some crazy stuff we'll, we'll tell everybody about but before we go any further let me say hello to my favorite canadian from the from the great northwest the man who is not very good at killing snowbreed even though he lives in the literal winter apocalypse nine months out of the year todd jackson what is going on man how are you doing today i diddly ho diddly i am uh i'm a little nervous that this is not going to work but uh, i'm doing great it's been a busy week kind of redoing things on our stream so yeah man looks a little different tonight looks a little different i like it a lot i'm kind of digging it yeah yeah me too man it's been a, it's been a long time trying to uh trying to get this like ironed out right like like we we like restream we liked it a lot it, it looked really good it, it helped us early on do what we want to do and we need to be able to restream and stream into normally be able to stream into facebook and youtube and twitch even though we can't tonight yeah <laughs> but we normally can do those things so we need restream but man restream super limited right it just doesn't you can't do as much in restream you know when you're not using obs or or ninja or any of those yeah but i think we're things. actually the announcement didn't go into facebook but it looks like we're streaming into facebook we got two people really? connected to facebook and uh there's nobody in twitch but twitch says it's working as well so we might be we might be better than we thought yeah that would be cool it, it would actually be nice if we actually went the opposite way one of these nights and yeah. thought we were not going to be in there and actually we're in there instead of thinking that we're going to be in there and not in there so i would definitely prefer that action that's that's true that'd be a nice change of pace finally god this feels like home man i like the new i like the new logo the little q2c logo VR Gamer little bit, Live logo. Uh, a little fancier i'm kind of digging it boxes what do you think uh what do you think our friend d thinks what d i don't know what do you think let's find out d, what do you think of our, what do you think of our new home d i like it I kind of like oh, it. Hi, D. Digging it, yo. Chinatown D is in the new. Is your you look at you right between the Q2C VR Gamer lives. I know. Right between the boys. <laughs> <laughs> right between the boys. So you know who likes ways. to be between the boys? I know, right? My mom. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does very much. I'm so happy that's working. I hope you guys all heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys let us know what you think in chat let's let us know you know how everything looks and uh what you're thinking uh you know how everything is is you know is set up can you hear us good uh volume wise um this is a first for us tonight and i, I want to thank uh, a couple of people i want to thank todd for you know doing a lot of the work and doing a lot of the heavy lift on this and then uh you know say thanks to um to you know all of our patrons who sat with us on monday night yeah while we got this yank under control <laughs> Uh, and tried to figure this whole mess out and then uh i'll say a special thanks to uh to skiva from between realities uh who popped in uh to our patreon meeting and and uh gave us some good pointers on how to set some stuff up so yeah big help for sure yeah i think it, i think it uh, i think it looks really good and i think it was definitely worth it and as you as you guys will see tonight um a lot of our transitions are going to be a lot better everything's going to be a lot smoother we're going to be able to move in and out of um out of um out of 
you know, trailers better. We'll be able to move in and out of guests better. Um, you know, we won't have that one big screen of somebody's face that pops up real quick before we have to before I'm moving things around every time. All yeah. that's gone. Thank so. you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, Brian Brandon says after the jank. After the jank. Yeah, exactly. Kuba ninety two says new merch coming out with the bright and shiny new logo. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. So the little like cartoony, you know, pastelly colors of the logo. This one are gone. This that is gone. It's going away. Yeah. Yeah. It's, get them now. Get, get them. If you want one, if you want the OG, get it now. Yeah. Order it now because it's gone. Yeah, it's gonna be gone. We're gonna go to the new one. It looks really good. Um, the, I, I like the new fresh look of the logo. I think it looks really cool. I like the new background too. D, it looks pretty cool in the background. These little. No. Yeah, this used to be the the background I just put on my green screen back when I used the green screen. Right. And I thought nice. it's all of our colors and stuff. So I thought let's just use it as the whole live background. So like yeah, it. it's super sharp. I like it a lot. Let's uh, let's get in here and see what people are saying and say hello. And to Mateo our says uh, he needs some cool new merch, and there might be something coming your way. Yeah. Hell yeah, Todd. Take it. Take care. Set them up, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Set them up, Todd. Uh, let's say hello to some people in chat. Say uh, what is going on, uh, Mateo? How are you doing, man? Thanks for stopping in. Uh, Blue Belt is here. Says Kubo ninety two. You win. Uh, what did what did Kubo win? He was first. Oh, because he was first. Oh, he was oh, like first. That's nice. Right. Good job, Kubo. Uh, Kyle Kitchens is here. Says, "What's up, VR Spry guy?" Troy Gillis is in the house with his new little uh, logo he's got by his name. Do you see that with the yeah. little pink ribbon? Yeah, that's cool. That's oh, with the pink ribbon. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, just see that by his. Uh, he changed his his profile for YouTube to be a pink ribbon man. So it Ooh. looks really really cool. Uh, before I get back to everybody else, let's let's just recap. Uh, last Friday. We did a 12-hour charity stream. I know pretty much everybody knows, but we'll just say it one more time because I think it was such a huge success. Yeah. 12-hour um, live charity stream of After the Fall uh, from Vertigo Games. And, uh, you know, we had a little bit of jank in the beginning of trying to go live. I had some issues with my upload and I had to restart. But uh, we were pretty smooth sailing after that. And we had 10 straight hours of... Uh, of live streaming before my computer overheated and shut down a little bit at the end. But we did complete the 12 hours. We came back on for a couple hours after that. But man, so many nice people came in and played and um and donated their time, like Mateo 311 and um uh who do we have? We had Cooper Tatiana, Betty, we had Cooper Tatiana Betty. Disco VR, we had Skiva and Alex and uh Z Storm and Wes and Tribe um, Grey Wolf and Short Stacks. Yeah. Oh my God. Those were some of the some of the so funniest funny. times that we had that night. D. Oh my God. We're with uh, we're with uh, tribe, tribe and, so uh, and short stacks and and Skiba and Alex. Man, it was so funny. So funny. There's some there's some good um, TikTok clips. I think. Did we get some? No, I'm I'm in the works of pulling it apart. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you to everybody who came in and helped, and thank you for everybody who donated. We had a goal of a thousand dollars, and we hammered that goal. Uh, to, to the yeah, to the tone of two thousand one hundred and seven dollars raised for the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. So, thank you everyone that donated. It was um, this was an amazing success. It was a <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of work, but man, it was rewarding and it was worth it. And um, I tell you what, I didn't feel too bad after twelve hours straight in the headset. I think I got out for maybe three times to use the bathroom. That was it. I was in the headset the entire time. And That's I was out good. for yeah. like a couple of minutes each time. That was it. Um, but yeah, no, no issues being in the headset at all. So yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So uh, let's finish the roll call. Um, we have uh, Chris 99 89 says episode 60. Is this episode 60? I didn't even look. It is. Yeah. 
Wow, episode 60. How you yeah. not know Isn't that? Crazy? I know, right? I don't know these things. Uh, Karina Stimson is here. Wolveraza, traveling man. I think I said already. Michelle B, what is up? Bacardi B. And we had a Guido 7335 sighting. Uh, let's see. Ryan Brannon is here. Um, Tasselhoff is here. What is up, Tass? How are you doing, man? Tass is doing some videos now, Todd. Did you see that? He's I like, know. He's doing like reviews and all kinds of stuff. What's he's doing like video? invisible hand videos it's kind of, it's gonna be kind of like, weird Tess I gotta say I can't wait to see the first one I'm like, you know who doesn't up? like invisible hands <laughs> I'm wrong button D. I'm sorry hey D. new channel look yeah. same jank from Todd <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes, I can't guys. get a break I can't Nothing. catch a break <laughs> uh, Eric Hartley is here says happy Thursday what is up Eric how you doing man uh, thanks for stopping by. And um, Traveling Man also says, uh, Happy Thursday, Eric. And we had a $10 super chat from Guido7335. Says, Have a great show, guys. Thank you, man. Yeah, Guido's probably working, uh, but uh, he'll catch the replay later. Um, let's awesome. see who else we got. We got, uh, we already said Kubo92. Hussein X is here. Bluebell. I am Roots is here. Says, Yo, yo, what is up, Roots? How are you doing, man? And uh, Roots had a birthday yesterday, guys. Happy birthday to you. That's all you get. I thought he was going to do the whole thing. I, mean, I have no control now. I couldn't even cut him no off. No control whatsoever. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, you know no. how painful this is for Mash right oh, now that is, he has that, nothing. That's, that's the worst the, thing about doing this beautiful new thing. And I, you know, I, I really wanted to do this, but I have zero control now. With Restream, I still could control everything when I wanted to. I could bring D in, or I could kick her out, I could kick Todd out, I could do whatever. Now, I can't do anything. I have no control. Todd has. I have all the power. He's got complete <laughs> autonomy. It's going to his head already. Can you tell his head? He can't even put his hat on. His head gets so big. My head was so big it didn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Uh, Mike Newton is here. Says hello, my VR peeps. Chris Oaks is here. Says hey all. Uh, let's see. Kyle Kitchings and we got a lamplighter sighting. And Salvador is here. Mister Lord Beavis Sim. Chris 9989 Rattlehead Mateo Rob Perry Orland Hooper is here. What is up, Orland Hooper? Orland Hooper's jacked, yo. Oh, you got it. <laughs> got that one. God, you're a little slow on it. I, got, you, well, got, you I got had it. my hand. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Nimble Hine is here. Says, hey, Mash. Hey, Todd. Hey, everyone. What is going on, Nimble Hine? Uh, let's see. Hack the Game Cat says, what up, players? What up, Hack? How you doing, man? Uh, tech. No glitch is here. Uh, let's see who else. Did I say Spry Guy? VR Spry Guy is here. Quick cosplays in chat. Hey, nice to see you. Nice to see her on the road, Todd, donating and, and, and her did kids you see her, donating. Uh, her, the map of the route she took, like 23 states or something she went through. It's crazy. I know. It's insane. In a month. Just flew by. <laughs> I know I'm like having an issue getting holder because I need to get her some information. So I need to send her some stuff from Vertigo. So, right. um, so yeah, Becca, give, give me a shoot me up on Discord so I can get your info of where you're going to be because I'm not even sure where you're going to be for a while. So I want to send you, uh, we need get to send some you deets. some stuff that was going to be sent to you from Troy Gillis. So give me your deets. Uh, what else we got here? We got Daniel Kaz is here. Man, a lot of people here tonight. Awesome. Good to see everybody. Uh, we got Bry Cub over in Twitch. Uh, Felipe, congrats, Kyle, on 10 years, Lieras. Is there some kind of congrats to Kyle for 10 years? 10 years sober? Anniversary. 10 years sober? Maybe 10 year anniversary. Maybe he's 10 years old. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. I've never met Kyle. It's very possible. <laughs> um, maybe. 
<laughs> if that's the case, Felipe is, you know, he's hanging out with younger kids. I don't know about that, dude. Um, <laughs> Ten year old working. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got Pollinator, quick cosplay. Uh, let's see who else. I think that's going to be about it. Unless there's some over people over in uh, Facebook that I can't see. And there, there might be. I saw, I show a couple on Facebook, so I don't know who they are. Well, close enough. It was good to see everybody. Thank you for coming out and hanging out with us. We have an amazing show tonight, guys. We have, um, as I said before, we have a ton of stuff to give away. Um, Todd, what kind of, what kind, what games are we giving away tonight? We are going to give away a key to Cave Digger to Dig Harder. Huge Dig upgrade. Harder. Huge upgrade from their first game. I liked the first game. It was kind of cool. You could play it in a nice, small play space. This game, I don't even know if they should call it Cave Digger or called it something completely different because... There's so much more to do in this game, not just with the multiplayer aspect, but free roam everywhere. Like it's totally different game. Yeah, this is a complete game now, right? This is like a full complete, you know, there's, there's a ton of stuff to do in this game. Yeah. Uh, We're also giving away a key to Superfly, one of my favorite superhero games. Uh, It was a great video you did with Superfly. Seriously, I was busting out laughing at us. I was stamping that. I'm like, dude. (laughs) It was so much fun. Uh, I should actually get back into that game. It was so much fun just to be Iron Man for a couple hours. Like, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, Runes Magus, we're going to give away the key to that. We got some news about Runes Magus we're going to share with the peeps. We're going to give away. Runes Magus is a great game, man. That's probably one of the better games I played this year. Yeah, surprisingly new or surprisingly good, right? Like it was one of those games where we did the first announcement that we were like, this looks a little weird. Not going to lie. Well, it's very Japanese, right? Yeah. Just not typical art style of games that we're used to, right? But when you get in there, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, super cool. Um, Wandering in space. We're going to give a key to that. Oh, yeah, we are. You got a video coming out this weekend? I do, yeah. I have a video that I play. I did with uh, on my Pimax AKX of Wandering in Space. Um, they when they originally launched on Steam, I went in there and we were reviewing it for um, for um, Virtual Strangers, and they were about to launch like the next day. And I was like, guys, I just would ask you not to launch. This is this game is really really good, but you're not exactly ready at this point. And here's here's what I would do to fix it. And if you fix these couple of things, I think you'd be great. They end up having a launch. I mean, when you're that close, you can sometimes just have to do it. Yeah. But they took all that criticism, you know, and, and it was constructive criticism for me because I was really happy with the game. They just, it, I had issues. So I promised them, I said, you guys fix it and I'll go back, man. I'll go back and I will, uh, I'll play it again to make sure that everything, you know, and, and to give it a, a better review. And uh, I'm going to, I did that and I got some recording of it. Uh, with the Pimax, and um, you know, it's awesome. The game's awesome. I'm I'm super happy that they that they have fixed everything. And um, you know, when when a, when a VR developer will will take criticism that way and go in and fix their game, I'm all over that. I'm all for it. I'll I'll go in and tell everybody you know that everything is fixed for sure. So. But this is also your first gameplay trailer or gameplay review inside the Pimax. Yeah, I mean, I use the Pimax a lot. I just haven't really had a chance to do any recording in it. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, this is the first like full recording I'll be getting and 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 you know editing and putting out of the video uh, with the Pimax AKX, which That's I just cool. love this headset, man. I love this headset. I actually was onboarded today for my Arrow, my Vario Arrow. So I am ready. I, I've had this thing for like I don't know what ten days, two yeah. weeks, or something like that. Yeah. And um, I've just kind of been sitting here because it re- you kind of have to be onboarded and I had to have a meeting, you know, and, uh, you know, to go over everything. So I, I, I was been waiting. I've been sitting here waiting to play it and it's ready to go. So I'm 
thinking Vario Arrow after the fall. Tonight after the show. Oh, that'd be cool. Dee, that'd what be do you cool. think? You're going to have to stream I, it because so we can get a recording of it. To be <laughs> I honest, I have not put the headset back on since last Friday. What? What? Seriously? Yes, How I dare you? I don't have that button. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I got burnt, man. I got burnt. I know. I tried to get you to go play on Monday. After our, was it Monday? Or when was one of those days we were talking? And I'm like, let's go, dear. After this, let's go and play. And you're like, I just, I yeah, can't it was do after it the right Patreon meeting. Yeah. That's yeah, right. you're like, I gotta, I gotta get up early. And you uh, had stuff to do. No, man. I was like, let's play. And then I, I, I saw you play. You were in, in the flat game channel over in Virtual Strangers. No, I <sighs> with Jim Hall and Roots. I was ready to try. I was stamp. <laughs> I was stamping a video. Oh, was I not? She was stamping my video. That's right. Yeah. Oh, start stamping your own videos, Todd. D's got stuff to do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, cool. I'm gonna have all my PC parts soon, so I. I know PC by next parts week. coming by car. I think you're gonna have all of them Saturday because they updated. They updated the the uh, the the shipping the delivery time of the shipping. Yeah. So I think you're gonna have everything on Saturday to build your PC. Yes. Exciting. That's exciting. exciting times. That's super exciting. Todd, we also have a couple of products to give away tonight. <clears throat> the yeah. uh, the folks at Hiblox they've been sending me stuff like crazy because they're really good and I like some of their stuff. And I just did a. A review video for them for a wall-mounted charging dock, which I thought was really, really nice. And I think I'm going to give that charging dock away, too, because I just don't need it. Uh, I have yeah. so many charging docks already. I'm going to give that one away, too. But tonight, I'm going to give these away. I have two brand new in the box of these. Um, they're like um, extension can, grips. Yeah, controller extensions. Yeah, so like Kayak VR, or you can use them for like... <sighs> Blade and Sorcery. Beat Saber. Beat Saber. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you use them for that? You're going to try Gray Wolf no uh, sighting in chat. Just thought I'd say hi there, buddy. <laughs> what is up, Wolf? How you doing, man? Uh, did you see his video that he had put up of uh, the the man who cried wolf inside of uh, After the Fall? That He just tagged a timestamp in our video, yeah. Oh, my God. It's too yeah. funny. Yeah. He, he, funny. As soon as he, he, he called everybody, to the right, to the right, to the right. And we all turn right, and there's nobody there. He's like, ah, just kidding. And literally seconds later, he's like, to the right, to the right. And we don't nobody believed to look and it really the 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 horde was there they were like coming over the walls and he's like really really i'm not kidding and we're like we're not buying it dude so it literally bit him in the ass cried wolf and it bit him in the ass yeah it was hysterical it was too funny Um, yeah that's one that's on my list of pulling apart for tiktok videos yeah some shorts it was it was pretty funny oh tribe says he's ready for after the fall d Tribe posted a video yesterday or the day before yesterday of him in uh, Gang V, Gang Five. Oh yeah, I haven't been trying to mimic the like dancers that are in that uh, little uh, the little plaza at the beginning of the game. He's out there trying to dance beside them and m- mimic their moves. <laughs> I was cracking up. Oh my god! Oh my so god! Funny. No way! Really? Yeah, it was pretty good. I gotta watch this now. Yeah. I gotta watch this. That would be too funny. <laughs> So, guys, we have some co- cool stuff to cover tonight. We're going to cover the Pico um, reveal press conference from this morning. We're going to talk, the, you know, the price, the date, um, you know, the specs. We're going to talk, you know, that you know we still can't get it here in North America. <laughs> um, we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some some uh, some cool news on some games um, that have been either announced today that are coming, or we're going to talk about a, uh, we're going to show some trailers of a couple of games that we're like really having fun with right now. Uh, I am going to show you um, 
I'm going to tease these Conquest headphones that I just I received a few weeks, like about a week ago, um, that I have a video coming for. These are the ones that uh, that that uh, snap onto your headset. I'm going to show these guys to you real quick, and then uh, I have a video dropping, unboxing, and a review video uh, dropping over the uh, either over the weekend or early next week. Uh, but I want to show you guys those tonight. They're super, super cool. I did a video on them a couple weeks ago, well, maybe a month ago or so. They're super yeah. cool. Yeah, they are super cool. And the prices has, price has dropped. They were 250 bucks, I believe, when they first were... 259 um, 239 yeah, for promo price. Yeah. And, and, we, and we then said, it's a lot of money, but it might be worth it because they're that good. It might be. But they dropped the price, Todd, to like 175 I think, now? Yeah, 179 for their... Their intro price, and, and I think it goes till the end of October, and then I don't know what they're gonna. I can't imagine they're going back up to the two seventy nine price, but uh, yeah, yeah. But at one seventy nine, that's a good set of headphones, anyway. So yeah, and, I think they're fantastic, and I they love clip them. on everything. Every headphone, every headset you have behind you, those will clip on. Yeah, yeah. That's even cool. even even you made them work on your your um your Halo strap. Yeah. Um, for your Bobo uh, M2 Pro Halo strap, which are really not meant to go on a Halo strap, but you made it work. And they, um, they never fell off. I played uh, Pistol Whip, and I was bouncing all over the place, and they were fine. You know who likes them when you bounce all over the place? My mom! <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. So we have a lot to say about Pico, but before we even get into all that, what I would like to do is we had sat down um, on Tuesday, I believe, and we had a great conversation with some of the developers over uh, at Resolution Games that are on the Ultimax team. And uh, now they're in Sweden, guys, so it's not possible for them to come in at this time of night. It's, you know, they're six hours ahead of us. So super, you know, in the middle of the night for them, middle of the early morning for them, really. Um, so we did have to pre-record it. We don't like doing pre-recorded videos and uh, interviews, but this one's really good. This, the, the, the people that we spoke to are really smart, really nice people. And Todd? I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I think it was a pretty damn good interview. It was, and it was a lot of fun. They're really easy to talk to. Very informative. Um, yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun to do. It, even though I, it was seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was early for Todd, but it was fun. It was a good interview. It, it, it's. It's. It's not that long, guys. It's only what twenty something minutes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, we have an Arabella seventy two sighting, and uh, she says hi. And Arabella seventy two came and joined us. For a lot of our 12-hour stream the other day, I believe she found us, Todd, from the After the Fall Discord when they uh, when Vertigo, happened, when, uh, when Vertigo Discord. shared it out. And she came by and she donated to the uh, to the cause and she hung out with us while we were playing a lot of After the Fall. And uh, she has found us over here now and uh, I hope she comes and hangs out and stays. And everybody in chat, let's have a big hi and hello to Arabella72. How are you doing? Thanks for coming. Yeah, she jumped in and out a couple times all throughout the day on friday yeah so was, was there cool. was so many cool people there man there was so much fun uh you know gt i forgot to mention gt gt stopped and played with us for a while um yeah. on friday and uh you know so many cool people there was there was people that we could have got in there we ran out of time we just couldn't get any more people um because you, you, you know unless you only want to have people for 15 or 20 minutes you know you got to give everybody an hour to get in there at least you know yeah so 24 hour stream next time mash i think it's gonna have to be d i think it's gonna have to be 24 hours Oh my God. I don't know, man. I, I was fine with the headset at the, at the end of 12 hours, but it's just, you're, you get tired. You know what I mean? It's, it's physically. I don't know if I could do 24 hours of organizing and managing. Oh, shit. Yeah, you could. If I'm going to be. We're done. No, we can't do it now. No. Oh, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you just like throw that whole dream away on the screen? Crush. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. 
lots of love and chat for arabella <laughs> 72 <laughs> that is uh that is our that is our community arabella we have amazing people here uh who all love vr and they better all love after the fall or they're out of here no, um and hate yeah. beat saber and hate yeah, beat saber. Right. yeah we all hate <laughs> beat saber. absolutely uh so what we're gonna do guys we're gonna jump into this uh we're gonna jump into this um uh interview it went really well it's not really long it's really informative there's a lot of good news about ultimex in here uh there's a lot of interesting stuff about ultimex in here and uh i think you're gonna like it i think you're gonna dig it todd Hit that magical that up, baby bring that thing up let's see this transition all right thank you, you todd, todd and eric, eric for passing, passing it over, over to, to the better, better todd and eric, eric. Uh, we, we are, are with, with uh, the uh, producer, producer of Ultimax, uh, Pavarti. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. great. How are you? Good, good. good. Thank, Thank you for being here. here. We really, really appreciate it. We're also with uh, Clint, uh, who's the 3D, 3D artist on, uh, on Ultimax. How are you, how are you doing, doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing good. good. How are you doing? We're doing, We're doing great. great. We're super yeah. excited yeah. to have you guys here. We've been absolutely loving the game. And it's an odd thing for us because we were not... Neither, Neither of us were big, big uh, like, like not fans, fans or Rocket League fans, fans, which is, is we you know, know, very comparable to this game. It's the style of game that it is. Um, and we, we were, were not fans of those games at all. all. Just, they're, they're not, they're not good games. It's not my kind of game. But for some reason, Ultimate is my kind of game. I absolutely love it. So I went into the game with low expectations for me. It's my kind of game. I absolutely love it. And I was super surprised at how much low expectations for me. Right off. It's my kind of game. I absolutely love it. All right, that didn't work. We back. Yeah, we're back. That didn't work. What happened, dude? The uh, we back. It's echoing like crazy, and I don't know why. The we back. It's echoing like. What'd you do? You broke it, bro. Yeah, I don't know why it's echoing. So I thought I'd uh, save everyone's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's getting worse and worse. It's the echo is echoing and the echoing echo is echoing and it's getting worse, oh, and, worse no. and worse and worse and worse and worse. So we killed it. <sighs> so we may have killed it, which may mean that the trailers are going to do the same thing. Uh, uh, you talk. Okay. Let me pull D back in. Yeah, pull D back in. And let we'll, me see uh, if I can sort this out. Let's let, let's do this. Let's start talking about Ultimac a little bit, and we'll just see what we can do from there because. Uh, Todd continues to screw everything up. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's fired. Yeah, I think this is it. I think Good. I finally figured. I think we finally hit that spot. I think he's got to go. Oh my Who God. do you think is a good replacement? <laughs> Who do you have in the wings, D? Anybody? I don't know. D's muted. Oh, why is D muted? She muted herself in uh, video. Because that's what you is. told me to know, do when you... the videos came up. So, <laughs> you damn. Did a good job. Oh, you did a good job. Everybody was like rolling on the floor laughing about this thing. Um... <laughs> I know the chat's going crazy with, with Echo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I figured like, I out a different me. way we can do it. Uh, it's just okay. not as fancy, but um, give me a minute here. Okay, no worries. Um, let me know when you're, you gotta need a few minutes. I'll, yeah, yeah, like a minute or so here. Okay. So, um, as everybody knows, you know, Ultimax from Resolution Games is a free-to-play game um, that, you know, they they've were smartly did, D, and anytime you can take multiplayer and you don't have to worry about building lobbies or filling lobbies because it's free, that's a smart move with these things. I mean, that was why Knock almost killed itself out of the gate because they were going to be like $24.99 or $25.99 at first. Until GT talked them into dropping their price to like $9 or $10. Um, otherwise, I don't think they would have had even close to the success that they did. 
And I think Resolution saw that and they decided that, you know, it was probably best to just go free and do the Fortnite kind of deal where you are doing a battle pass, right? You're going to do a battle pass and, you know, you're going to try and um, set it up to where, you know, you're going to pay, you can pay, you don't have to pay to play at all. You don't have to pay to win. You can just pay for in-game stuff. So if you want to get the battle pass, you want to get different things, you can do that. And then, you know, that's how they're going to make a little bit of money on the game. Um, It's the only way that they can make, you know, they have to make money, right? I mean, if they're not charging for the game, they have to make money in some way. And, you know, if if we can get the interview going, you'll see, you know, what we talked to them about and and how we, you know, how we discussed, you know, the best ways um, that they thought in-game stuff to to maximize that to where you know to where um you know people would be would be looking for you know different things to do in the game or different things to buy in the game to where they could just you know make a small purchase here or there or like i said get the battle pass so you have enough points to to open things up and I, there's a ton of stuff they talked about opening up oh, yeah. and there's no time limit which is important um yeah. so like with Fortnite, you have only so much time to open it up right here once you buy the battle pass you get it no matter what so there's no time limit on it so i thought that was really important too all right i, I think uh, i think we're ready though, to go how is how is that gonna be you know in the long run yeah i mean because they're gonna want to have to do different seasons right they're gonna want to do multiple right. seasons so if you always have a chance to open up that old season um you know i think you'd be okay yeah. Jim Hall can fix the echo. Jim Hall, Jim Hall, he's just sent me a video, a YouTube video on how to fix the echo. <laughs> I'm going to poke him in the eye. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Todd, let's try this again. Um, your job's on the line with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to use a different scene, and uh, you guys will have to just be quiet. Meet your mics. All right, thank you, Todd and Eric, for passing it over to the better Todd and Eric. Uh, we are with uh, the uh, producer of Ultimax, uh, Pavarthi. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. We're also with uh, Clint, uh, who is the 3D artist on uh, on Ultimax. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? We're doing great. We're super yeah. excited to have you guys here. We, we've been absolutely loving the game. Um, and it's an odd thing for us because we were not, neither of us were big, uh, like, knock fans or Rocket League fans, which is, you know, very comparable to this game. It's the style of game that it is. Um, and we were not fans of those games at all. I just, they're not that they're not good games. They're just not my kind of games. But for some reason, Ultimax yeah. is my kind of game. I absolutely love it. So I went into the game with, low expectations for me liking this style of style of game and i was super surprised at how much i liked it so right off the bat let me say fantastic job because if you can pull me in as somebody who doesn't like the style of game you've done something right here awesome thank you yeah, yeah. eric has this uh this this pre notion that it, it has to have zombies and machine guns <laughs> or it's not a good game <laughs> so to, to get him hooked on something completely different is a uh, is a feat so and i loved it and 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 the, the stories are true i i don't like rocket league on the, on the computer i'm just not a fan of that play style but i could not stop laughing and having a ball when i was playing this game it, it was great fun yeah that's awesome 
that's actually something we've been reading. Like some people are like, you know, we usually don't like sports games, but we love Ultimax. And that's been super cool to see. Yeah, I just think it goes to, you know, the the pace and the play and the style and the mechanics of the game. So, but before we get into that, let's uh, let me before I jump ahead of myself, let's get to know a little bit about you guys. Um so Pavarti as the as the titles producer, tell us a little bit about what you do, how long you've been with the, with uh, on the Ultimax team and, and and with Resolution Games. Uh, right. So, game producer, what you do is you help you facilitate everything that the team needs. So it's a lot of scheduling and planning, and then just making sure everyone has what they need to get the work done and get the game out. So um, that's it in a very very brief uh, way. Um, and I've been here uh, since March of last year working on this game. So it's been it's been a while, but it's been really rewarding and really one of the most challenging and fun times that I've ever had working in, on any game. So, so, you're the, so you're the person that's always asking, is the game done yet? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's all I do. <laughs> and I come into work, get a coffee, ask Clint, like, hey, are you done? And he just says no. And it's been like constant disappointment until like last week when he's like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> and then everybody awesome. takes a big deep breath after the launch, right? And you can, you can yeah. pass out for a week. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yes. <laughs> So you've been working on this for a year and a half. Um, we've actually been working on Ultimix for longer. Um, but wow. uh, yeah, yes, the game has been in production for a little over two years. Um, and I, my contribution was sadly towards the end of it. But one would say that was the best part of it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I bet. I bet. Clint, tell us a little bit about um, a, you know a three D artist. What do you what do you do for the team, and uh, and how long have you been with uh, you know on on the Ultimax team and, and with uh, Resolution Games? Yeah, I've been at Resolution Games for uh, almost six years now. Wow, so I'm like the old timers. Good for you. Uh, You're OG. I love it. OG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll work with the other artists and coordinate with them, and we just we try to make the game look cool. Uh, we try to build cool things and and put it in. Awesome. I think you uh, hit it out of the park. So, thank you. Yeah, and that's something we can jump into real quick. Let's just talk about the look of the game. I know I, I kind of want to jump a around a little bit, but since you've mentioned it, let's talk about the look of the game. It's got a very distinct look to it. Um, the arenas are huge. Like the the arenas are much bigger than I thought they would be. But I like the idea that you have two different sizes that you can choose, right? Yeah, there's a small arena and the large arena. And yeah, they're, even the small one is like massive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it gives you different... I mean, if you change the arena, it can change how you play, right? Or how your strategy should be for the game, depending on how large the arena is or how small the arena is. So I think it was a great idea, especially when you're starting out with mainly just one arena, to give it two different sizes to give you a little bit different. And then there's a day, night and a, there's a, day and a night uh, style as well, right? Yes, correct. So it gives it yeah. a different feel with the sizes in the day and the night. But again, it, the, the, the size really changes the way you strategize and play the game. Definitely, yeah. When we were prototyping the game, uh, we tried like various different sizes, uh, smaller ones even. And that, like the gameplay was super crazy because you've got the ball, which is quite fast. Uh, and with the tight arena, the ball is just like zipping back and forth, like really, really fast. So we we kept expanding and, and trying to find like a good middle ground for where the gameplay would like feel good and tight. 
Yeah, and I think yeah, I think it works really well, and and uh, we'll get into a little bit of of the other stuff later. But um, you know, let me ask a question: as a three D artist, why mechs? Was it always mechs when you were doing Ultimax? I mean, was it always an Ultimax game, or was it? Did you start out with another body style, you know, tile, uh, style of, of of being, or was it always a mech game? It was always mechs, robots, mechs. Um, we did a lot of iterations of trying to find like the style that we wanted. Uh, th the main things we wanted to focus on was like fast and, and sporty. Um, something like uh, an exotic sports car was like the thing that we really wanted. So in what we ended up having is these really sleek uh, armored bits plus like this muscle fiber tubing that's underneath those armored parts. Yeah, and I love the design of the mechs too. Right, they're so cool looking, and and the the whole idea of because um, at first you think mechs, you think bulky, and you think heavy, and you think slow, and that is nowhere near what this game is. This game is smooth, it's fast, um, it's reactive, and um, you know it's it's not if you're if 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 nobody has played this game and they're watching right now. When you say mech, it doesn't feel like a big, bulky, you know, it's mech. Not mech warrior, mech with warrior. Ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. This is way different. Like you said, you almost said robot. It is almost like robot, right? It's like yeah, uh, it's yeah. the way it feels, like something fast. But ultra yeah. robot just doesn't roll off the tongue like Ultimax. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> okay, so with with talking about mechs being the the vehicle of choice, um, what was the the whose idea or was it a group idea to make the fists your projectiles instead of instead of actually having to punch the the ball to use the gaunt jets that you that you call them uh that, that's such a great idea and such a unique way to, to to move them on the way out and on the way back is is very unique that was our uh game designer daniel he came up with the original concept that was actually before i was even on the project oh wow um, that's like an just... og idea yeah, yeah. And uh, it actually started with, um, he had the thought, wouldn't it be cool if we had machine guns that could shoot a ball into a goal? So it actually started there and then converted into what we have now, which is the um, actual gun chest that you can steer in the air to punch the balls. Oh, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I love the idea that you can steer them on the way back, too. And I think it's it's almost like a lot of people don't even think about that part of it that it's, it's not just shooting it out and then steering it to hit the ball because you can actually affect what's going on on the way back to your wrist because you, you're kind of vulnerable, right? Once you fire, especially if you fire both of your wrists, your, your, your gaunt jets at the same time, then you're vulnerable. You have no other shot, but they're still out there. You're recalling them back to you and you can actually steer them and control them as they come back to you and you can affect what's going on around you uh, still. So I think that's, a, that's, an ex that's a, like an overlooked part of the game that a lot of people may not even know you can do because people are don't try and steer it on the way back. They might not even know. And I thought that was one of the best parts of, of the uh, of the of that mechanic. One of the cool techniques that we would try to do is on the way back, uh, either try to like save the ball uh, from going in the goal. We can like pull it back or at least change the flight path of the ball to throw off the opponent. So you're normally like punching forward, but then you go behind it and you're like breaking your pattern for a second to throw them off. Oh, intentionally pulling it back instead of, oh, instead shit, of I missed, forward. now I got to try and get it back. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love it. And, and I love, we kind of touched on, touched on it real quick. I love the idea 
of the power shot, being able to use both at the same time to give you that power shot. But it's again, it's a trade-off. If you do that, if you do that power shot where you want to hit it with both gaunt jets at the same time, it can be it can reward you, but you're left defenseless for a while until you get them back. And then there's the whole idea of how far you throw them out. So you can control how far they go away from you, but the farther they go, the longer it takes to get back. So it, there's a lot to just, it's not just mindlessly shooting these gaunt yeah. jets out um, all over the place because you there's have a to lot think about how you want to do them uh, and how you want to shoot them and how you how long you want to retrieve them and how how long you want to be defenseless um, to say, you know, to say. So I, I thought that the strategy involved that you put in here was brilliant with the with the gaunt jets. Thank you. Yeah, the the funnest part of the game for us was really like steering the gonchets through the air to try to find angles to, to attack the ball into the goals. Yeah, it's just fun to watch the trail. Like even if you're not like the best part of most matches is the post match celebration time or if, whether you won or lost, if you have an opponent on the other side, the two of you are usually doing some little dance moves and just like shooting the gauntlets in the air, seeing like, hey, look what I can do. This this is how good I can maneuver it. So it's just super fun <laughs> in general. Cool. It's just a fun mechanic to play around with. Yeah. Yeah. And to, for me, it was like when we when we first started playing it, I was like, okay, this is super intuitive, easy to um easy to control and to start but hard to master so this is so again this is a, this is approachable anybody can jump in and do this you can shoot it out you can fire it um but the mastering part of hitting the ball correctly with the fist and have it go exactly where you want and then, then doing those strategies like we just talked about um it's it's very rewarding when you figure these things out and you start to get better at them so again i think it's a perfect mix of approachability but you it takes it's not easy to master it's going to take you some time so it's it's going to be challenging yeah, definitely. So keeping with the mech, the movement style of the mech, instead of just running around aimlessly on the court, you use the dash system to kind of move your way through different nodes based around the map. And there's lots of them. What was the, the idea between moving to that node-based movement instead of a free, free roam kind of environment? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did try out both. Uh, at one point and preferred the the node based or the dash pad system because it's so much faster it's fast and there's it brings a fun element of strategy into where you want to position yourself and where you can position yourself to get those really good shots on the goal so especially when you add the supercharges mm -hmm. into it there are so many of them that really depend on you being in the right position uh between the opponent's goal and the ball and a lot of the time with the free locomotion system, we didn't find that it was quite as challenging and as fun. And whereas with this, there's always the element of, okay, we have to see where to go. And is that place occupied by someone else? And if so, then which is the next best place? So all in all, it just added so many elements to it that we were not finding otherwise. But do you want to add something? Yeah, one of the other cool parts about it was that you you can't always have a straight shot. So there's this, uh, like if you're playing Viper, for example, and you're waiting for this hyper strike that is uh, like a sniper shot that just goes straight, you kind of have to wait for the ball to line up. And that like 
feeling of anticipation of like it's almost there oh but then somebody hit it like that oh that feels awesome so we like yeah, we we chose this to keep all these uh little moments of drama during yeah. the game and it's such an epic feeling to be like aiming it and then getting the shot from the right position because no one's expecting you from way back on the back line to do that and it's right. just it adds so much to the game and you can't you can't occupy the same place so like you're like you're saying if if you're planning ahead in your mind and you're like okay i want to be up near the goal on the right to do this shot and i'm gonna you know even pass it to myself if you you do everything that you're gonna do and then you go to move and someone's there it could throw off your whole strategy yeah and i i think it was it was a it was a super smart idea but it was probably I, the whole node base that had had to be like a, a bit of contention on the team because not everybody likes node based and when you tell people node based they almost automatically go oh no i don't want anything i don't want any part of that because if you when you think node based you think slow you think methodical you think yeah. um you know i want like free Elven loco assassin is node based and <laughs> it's very slow yeah well like you're, you're like i want free loco and you have to basically convince people here and show them that you don't want free loco you want this node-based movement it is so fast it's so fast and it's intuitive the flick system with the controller of moving to the different nodes is so much faster than you think it surprised me um it some people that we were playing with um we were trying the early build um right before it came out and one of the other content creators that we were with um was super shocked at how fast it was because he had played um, in a, an earlier version, an alpha version, and he thought maybe it was a little slow. And then something changed towards the end of the game, and now he was like, I can't believe how fast this is, how smart, how fast and intuitive this is. Um, it's way faster than you think. So again, if somebody's watching this later and you haven't tried Ultimax yet, and you're thinking node-based, I don't like it, go try this, because this is not the node-based that you think of, right? Yeah, yeah, we wanted to like fast was one of the words that we we kept around the development of the game. Like the game has to be fast, uh, and that was like the cool thing about the node base is that um, you just have to kind of point and just click, 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 and then you're just back like in in a split second yeah. um, because of how fast the ball moves uh, and how you really need to position yourself in in a good place strategically. Like that was super important. Yeah, I never felt uh, I never felt in any way that I was limited. I always felt I could get to where I wanted to go as fast as I wanted to go, especially turning and moving. I mean, and the gameplay it just lends itself so well to the wireless platform of the Quest Two because you can spin. I mean, you're constantly spinning around in this game. You're turning because even as you're flicking to different nodes, you're turning and you're to follow the ball. So it's so let's talk um, let's talk mech style because that's another different component to the strategy of the game. It's not just it's not like any other game that I know of that's like this type of game because you can change how you play the game based on what mech you decide to to use. So if I'm correct, you have four different mechs to choose from right now. Three, three. So you have three different mechs to choose from with different play styles. Can you tell us a little bit about each one and how they? affect the game of the, the style and play of the game i could i can talk about my favorite one yeah <laughs> and, please do uh so the wiper the kind of like the starter class um it's very fast uh very good speed and turning radius um no, is it turning radius yeah steering steering yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that 
um, my favorite part about it is that while you don't get a lot of power, you get a lot of that maneuverability and speed. And so if you're playing more support, like I prefer to, you can be closer to your goal, kind of defending, and also being able to get really good shots with your supercharge, the hyper strike. Uh, so a lot of the time, playing as the Viper is knowing to choose moments to push forward because you know that you don't have enough power to actually face off against one of the other two classes in like a one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if you both try to hit the ball at the same time, you probably can't knock it away from them unless you maybe do it with both your gloves. And even then, it's not the best strategy. So often it's about you kind of stay behind and you wait for your chance. Uh, and if you're playing a 2v2, you have a, a teammate who can knock the ball into position for you and you get it in. And it's always, it always takes people like surprise. Like I said before, like the number one thing that you hear when someone gets a goal with a hyper strike is like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> so I, I, I absolutely love it. And as someone who doesn't play a lot of sports myself, like I feel like the Viper kind of gives you that, the, the comfort to stay back and so not be like super aggressive and push forward while you also get to contribute a lot to the game. Um, but yeah, you can talk about your favorite one. Yeah, yeah. My favorite class is uh, the Nitro class. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of like average man is like a bit in the middle for, for average everything. man. I love it <laughs> <laughs> for, for like steering and power and everything. So very balanced in between the other two classes uh, and the supercharged special ability for nitro is like an, an AOE blast explosion that can like push out the ball in, in different directions from the radius. Um, and you can also damage mechs from, from that radius as well. And that's another big thing too, right? We didn't really touch on it. Was you can actually you can actually damage and destroy other mechs. So that's another strategy part of the game. Um, one of the one of the people, one of the other content creators we were playing with when we uh, when we first tested the game, all, it's all he did. He never focused on the ball. He just focused on destroying other mechs. And it's kind of a good idea if you have somebody who's really good at maneuvering the ball, uh, and then you have somebody else who's just focused on destroying the other mechs. That could be a really good strategy as well. Yeah, it it can. Yeah, how, how do you usually? Well, I find like it's the there's a trade off to it because each time you demolish another mech, you're giving them a chance to rechoose their mech class and re-strategize. Oh, so I didn't even think of, about that. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of a do you really want to give them that ability because everyone else is locked into their choices from the beginning. So I think that's where the the fun of it is. And so you, if you're seeing someone play really well and that's your motivation for trying to blow them up, maybe that's not the best idea because they will know exactly what to choose to come back and get back at you. So that's how I see it. Yeah, and your that... third mech is more of a defensive mech, right? Like it, it throws up the big blue wall of defense, which, which can be beneficial both on defense and offense because you could put that wall right up in front of their net and the ball bounces back and forth right by their side that's where i was throwing that that wall up yeah exactly the the titan class it's the the strongest class of of all the mechs but the gauntlet also flies the slowest so you have to prepare a lot in advance uh, because your gloves just can't catch up uh, with, with the other classes um but the um, uh the wall is yeah super great for defense of course just it'll block half of the goal uh, so the opponents still have uh, an entryway to score 
but like that might be enough if you're good on defense to block half and then you're just um, using this other hand to defend. And as you found the offensive wall uh, as like a backboard where you can just bank shots and funnel right into the goal. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's also a lot of people would say that, okay, but this, this class is so overpowered because you can just put a wall in front of your goal and keep protecting it. But, good players will always find a way to use it to their advantage and then it gets even harder to save the the uh, save a goal because it gets trapped in that area and you can't really get it out before it just bounces into your goal so often the strategy that seems the most obvious is actually something that's going to come back in yeah putting up a defensive wall just acts as a offensive funnel for the other team exactly so yeah. you got to be yeah exactly you got to you got to really know your opponent or assume whether or not they know about that ability or can capitalize on it. So that's, that's a cool, that's a cool mech. Yeah. Let, let's talk a little bit more about strategy and, and, and number of players on, on the board. So in there, in the arena, um, you can have um, two V two or up to three V three. If you use bot a bot, right. On your team. In a custom match. Yeah. You can set up um, these like private matches where you can have two V two and extra bots. Um, what what can, I've, I'm sorry, go ahead, you finish. Oh, uh, yeah, you can set up um, the teams any way you want. So if you've partied with your friends, uh, you can have three friends on the same team uh, against three bots, if you'd like. Yeah, I thought this was really neat. Um, the idea that, number one, you can you can mix and match how you want to have it. You can have two people versus a bot and, 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 and another person, or however you want to set it up. But what I thought was really great was, when you get to the 3v3 type, you can actually have three people playing differently. You, you can have somebody who's really good just, again, just going after the ball and trying to move the ball. You can have somebody be a goalie almost and just stay back and protect the goal. Um, it would be great if you had a third person and not a bot who could be the destroyer just to go out and just start you know, <laughs> trying to kill other mechs, which would be great. Any any plans for possibly making a three v three person, and, and instead of having the the bot in there, we're 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 discussing. Yeah, um, we've talked about it on the team many times, especially now that a lot of the community is also talking about how fun it is just to play in three v three. But we'll have to see where we go with those. Yeah, was that a was was the two v two like a, a a set a mindset early on, or was it just something that morphed or or had to be that way, or uh, what was the what was the decision in, in going into the number that you used um, to figure out how many you could do? Yeah, I, from the beginning, yeah, we definitely just wanted one v one and two v two, and we wanted to see how um, it would play in the arena size that that we had. Um, and in our initial tests, those were like the the funnest that we ever had when when we were playing. Um, yeah, it it ended up being that mix for all of our iterations. I, I could see where it could get to be too hectic if you had more than maybe say more than three v three, right? Because the arenas would have to be huge. There's only so many nodes that you can occupy at one time. And if you have, you know, let's say you've had four on four, five on five, I could see where it would just get to be almost too congested in the arena, right? Trying to move around, um, it would be almost too much. I think you think you've hit right on a right number. I think I still would like three v three, but I think uh, I think two v two is a lot of fun. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun for sure. 
Um, let's talk a little bit about your choice to make the game a free game and 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 do a seasonal type of mode um, to the game. Um, was this something that was decided early on, or was this something that uh, that came about later on in the game's life? I'm not sure about the decision actually, but um, I can talk about why we made the decision. Uh, yeah, please do. Well, a lot of with a multiplayer game, we wanted to be able to bring so, as many people into it as possible, and a lot of the design decisions around making the game were also with the intention of we want this to be easy for people to pick up and start playing. And then we thought about how cool it would be if there was no restriction at all to be able to be able to get into this. So if it's a free game, then there's really no reason why you shouldn't have it if you have a VR headset. Uh, and that's why it's also on so many different platforms. So like, we wanted this to be something that pretty much everyone is into and everyone is able to play without any restrictions. So that's kind of um, one of the reasons why we went free to play. Yeah, I think it's so it's, it's such a smart model for this type of game because again, this is really only a multiplayer game, right? So you need other players to be in there. And what better way to get other people in there than make sure it's accessible to everybody. If you have a headset, if you have a Quest or a Pico or um, what other place, what other platform? Steam VR, any, Steam, any yeah. VR. You're, you're, you're getting on. You can get on for free and play this. And um, I mean, that makes it to where you should almost never have to wait in a lobby. You should always be able to get a match when something like this is free. But then you actually put something in there where you can do seasonal like a Fortnite type game which i think is super smart uh when you have seasons where you can do different types of things to you know purchase different skins um it's just things i just think it's a smart way to do this you'll never lack for people playing the game so the utilo pass that you guys call it which is like a battle pass um you, you get 36 free levels and how many are included in the paid version and what is the paid price so the the ulti pass the um to just get the pass by itself it's like uh 9.99 to unlock that pass and uh we've got like a bonus deluxe if you wanted to unlock it with 15 tiers like immediately um right. but if you just wanted that then it's yeah 9.99 and there's like we've got 96 items like what 91, 91. wow <laughs> 91 that's crazy. That's awesome. And, and it's what what is what's included? There's skins, I'm assuming, like things to customize the mech. But Correct. Any other item? Any other items? Yeah, there's different um, paint job patterns on the mechs themselves, um, and we have colored palettes that you can do to color the individual areas of those patterns as well. We've got different types of headgear, like uh, we've got cowboy hats, hats. yeah, yeah. <laughs> glove accessories like fuzzy dice that oh, hang cool. from your gun jets um we've got stat trackers if if you're really like hardcore and you want to show players how good you are mm -hmm. you can show that on your player banner every time you score a goal your giant banner shows up on the side of the wall uh you can change the backgrounds on those and the poses and the poses yeah, yeah. so it's it's not a pay to win style it's a pay to play it, it's a, a not even a pay to play it's just a customization benefit if you if you do the battle pass or the ulti pass correct yeah it's it's purely cosmetic it, it does not affect the Perfect. gameplay in any way yeah that's smart too right 
Yeah, right. because I don't think people people just no, people hate the whole pay to win idea. I mean, it just turns so many people off. And this is not that in any way. This is more of just to customize to make it individual for you, so you can you can really trick out your own style and own mech and and have your own flair in the game. Yeah, exactly. And uh, our ulti pass actually doesn't expire, so you can take your time to play through it. Like whenever you feel like jumping oh, wow. on, it'll be there. That's cool. But it's not like you got 90 days to use it and then it resets. Correct. Awesome. Cool. Any any plans for any more mech styles? So you have three right now. Any any plans to bring more into the game so you have different choices? It's, again, something that we've talked about so much uh, on the team. And I can't say that it's something that we really, really want to do. So Because with a game like this, players... Like we want to give players like a lot more variety and options. So yeah, definitely it's something that we've been thinking about. I think one cool feature that some people might not know about is that we actually have this full physics system of the ball in the game. So um, surface friction and air drag. So if you punch the ball on the side and it starts spinning, you can actually curve the ball and bend it in the air. What? <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. you can do crazy trick shots, and uh, when you bank it with spin off of like um, the side walls or or the ceiling or the floor, you can like in tennis you can top spin the ball or like kick it sideways. So you can get really creative with how you want to score points. That's why I'm saying this game is going to take people. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be mastering this game for months, trying to get everything you know. And this game is going to lend itself to, you know, tournaments. And there's so many things that you could do in this game. When you have a multiplayer game like this, people are going to have so much fun. You know, you can set up leagues, you know what I mean? And, and, and have, you know, have playoffs. And and uh, how much fun do you have in the office? Do you all play it in the office and hang out? And Yeah, for sure. I think that some of, that is the best part about making this game is the fact that everyone loves playing it and we play test it all the time and the people on the team have gotten ridiculously good at it like <laughs> to the point that like anytime someone new comes onto the team it's like okay you've got to earn your place you've got to like fight your way <laughs> because everyone is insanely good but it's just it's such a fun thing and i think that it's hearing everyone laugh and have so much fun while playing a game that they've been working on for this long it's just it's a very nice feeling it's so satisfying right yeah yeah, yeah, su super. And, you know, I, I'm, that's why, again, I'm so happy that this game is doing so well. I think it was done so smartly, and it's just such a really good approachable game that I love playing. Um, so I'm super happy that it's doing so well. And can you give us any idea of, any idea of a roadmap? I mean, do you have any, you know, any plans that you can share for the future that you know of? Or, or uh, I mean, this game is going to be supported. This is going to be an ongoing game. So is there anything that you can share with us? I mean, we're we're always in constant talks of like um, trying to figure out how we might do a new met class, um, and we're always talking about the next ulti pass. Um, so we have things in the works, and I mean, we'd love to surprise everybody with it when it comes out. New arena. I want a new arena. Three v three. Three v three. Three v three in a new arena. <laughs> Can we put our wish list in? I'm going to call Amber yeah. right now and yeah. I'm going to ask Amber for my wish list. <laughs> well, 
Well, guys, we appreciate you being here today. This was a lot of fun. You gave us a lot of great information. It was nice to see a little bit behind the scenes of how this game was made. And and, uh, and you can definitely see that you you guys love the game and you really enjoy it and you put a lot into it. So um, we're so happy for you. And uh, congratulations on, on just the success of the game. And uh, we're really looking forward to see what you guys can do in the future with it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And we're glad that you have been enjoying it so much too. I hope that we can see you in the arena sometime. For sure. Oh, that's a challenge. Todd, that's a challenge. <laughs> they just yeah. challenge us. They would so kick our ass. We're really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know who's worse than us? Those other two jokers over there. Back to Eric and Todd. <laughs>
Oh, that's right. He has no power. He has no more Use power. It, Use it. <laughs> Next week, back to the old design. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. oh All right, let's give away. Uh, what are we going to give away, guys? Let's oh, wait, give I got away... another name. Hold on. Okay, we're going to give away Superfly because uh, with the other ones, we have okay, some trailers good. I want to show. So we'll do the trailers <laughs> with the giveaways for the other games. So uh, let's give away Superfly. Todd, just talk quickly, real quickly about Super Superfly. You did a great video. So if anybody doesn't know Superfly, it's an App Lab game, right? Yeah, it's an App Lab game. Go check it out in my in the YouTube channel. Um, it is a superhero simulator. Basically, you can run around this huge city and pick up little quests and missions to save the city from invasions of giant spiders and centipedes and robots and all kinds of things. And you can, with your each grip, you can switch between Spider-Man, Iron Man... Um, I think one was even like a silver. I was gonna say like a silver, silver surfer, surfer kind of guy. Yeah, some yeah. hawk boy thing. I don't know what that was supposed to be. What? Falcon maybe. Hawk boy. I don't know. It, it's a. It, I didn't really like that particular one. Okay. Um, who, who doesn't like Falcon? About the Falcon, yeah. Yeah, kind of like Falcon, but. I think everybody likes the the new size, the wheel. Best quality wheel we've had yet. This wheel is in four K. Really damn right. Wheel looks amazing. Everybody can actually see their names now on the wheel, right? <laughs> Yeah, right. That's bad though, because if we're missing someone, they're gonna know. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're gonna look, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't look, oh, you old format. Old format. Let's go back. <laughs> D wants to hide it again. Yeah. <laughs> that wheel's in 4K. You damn right it is. All right, let's give away a key to this Superfly. It's let's awesome. It. Superfly. Congratulations, Salvador. Salvador. That's awesome. Way to go. Superfly. Really, really good game. Uh, I've never actually never played it, but I'll take Todd's word for it. <laughs> I watched him play it. Was it super which fun. Was enough, which is enough for me. Uh, just just being <laughs> Iron Man himself. Like the rest of them were kind of cool, but I spent most of my time as Iron Man. And it was just yeah, so because you had fun. different superheroes, right? Like how many like you could have like uh There's five or six. Like, Even Doc Ock was like cool because like you had the big like octopus arms. Freeze. Yeah, right. You had, you had like a freeze guy, right? Yeah, that was like the silver surfer. Yeah, yeah. Kind of guy. Um some sort of flash super running fast and super like super jumps and stuff like that. But I wanted the bo I want to, I want to, uh, I wanted the boys game in, uh, in VR guys. Yeah. Right. That'd be cool. How cool would that be? That'd be cool. That would be freaking cool. Yeah. Just go around decimating cities as, uh, as Homelander. Right. Just be. laser beam. Do, do you watch the boys? Uh, I watched the, I haven't watched the new season. No, no. I haven't finished the last TV season anymore. either. I know I don't watch it on TV. I watched Andor. Andor, I heard Andor was really good. I just watched it yesterday. I think there's only three episodes up so far. Yeah. It's really freaking good. Yeah, I, I heard, heard Andor, Andor is the, you know, post regular, you know, Star Wars that everybody has wanted. So it's I really good. That. Yeah. I you you know what it. I? You, you know what I haven't watched yet, which I really want to watch, is Kenobi because everybody said it was fantastic. I haven't seen that either. either. I'm just either. a huge, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I usually see like I saw every movie on opening day. Uh, you know, I saw. I'm old enough. I saw the original movie when it came out. Um, oh, so did I. You know, we went to the theater. Yeah. yeah, I think I probably saw it three times. I saw you know Empire Strikes Back on the first day. Even the new movies, I took my nephews, you know, and we went and saw them on opening day. 
stood in lines to go see the new movies and everything. And I'm a huge, huge fan of that, but I just don't have time. <laughs> I just don't, I like, like if no. I sat down to watch a movie, I would be thinking during the entire movie, I should shit, be, I need to be going playing VR or, yeah. or making a, making a video or doing yeah. something with, them, the you know, with, the, with yeah. the group or the page or, you know, doing something. I mean, and it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sit down and watch a movie and regret watching the movie. I want to just have fun with it. You got to watch Andor. Yeah. Sit down and watch only three episodes right now. I binged mm-hmm. them yesterday or the day before yesterday. I just binged them. And it was, yeah. it was really good. Eric Hartley's in chat and you just said, is that it's that kind of a Megatron rainfall? And it's, it's basically Mega- Megatron rainfall for the quest. Yeah. Megatron same, rainfall. Yeah. It was same really idea. good. But the, Megatron that's the rainfall version was like, with a way better graphics, obviously. Megatron but. rainfall was like super, like you're almost overpowered. Like you could just, you could like sneeze and wipe out an entire, an entire city. city. Yeah. Oh my God. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It's, it's that it's, kind of, I a would game. love to see them remake that game now. Yeah. Like, that that was that Megaton Rainbow was, was like a 2016, yeah. I think. Uh, I would like to see them, re, you know, redo that or, or reimagine that that because uh, I think they could really make it. It would be really cool now. We got a super chat um, from Salvador, longtime Wheeler, first time winner. Y'all are great. So nice. congratulations, man. That's awesome. Very That's cool. Awesome. Thank you, Salvador. Appreciate it, man. And uh, congratulations. And uh, Todd, uh, tell him uh, tell him how to get in touch with you, bro. I just dropped my email in chat. Send me an email, and I will get you your key. It might not yeah, be till tomorrow, but I'll get it to you. <laughs> we had uh, Casperold uh, is here. Says no time. Yep. How you doing? Thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. And Ashes to Ashes sighting says hey hey everyone. We hadn't seen Ashes to Ashes for a while, oh. and then uh, and then she stopped into the stream. I think on Friday, right? I think so. Or last and, Thursday uh, show. One of the two. She yeah, in. one of the two. It was, it was super cool. We we miss you, Ashes to Ashes. We're so glad you're back. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for coming and hanging out. So yeah, Todd, that was a really fun interview to do. Um, it, you know, Resolution Games is amazing. Um, I love I love all their teams. You know, from Civil, who you know works with uh, um, on Demio, you know, to Clint and and um, Bavarthi working with you know uh, Ultimex and Amber being you know the uh, the marketing manager there. I just think uh, they do a fantastic job. Um, yeah, they're great, all great, great, team. all great people. Jimmy, uh, is, you know, Jimmy is another one, just a really, really good people. Yeah. They make great games and they're just really, really a cool, cool squad. And they gotta be so happy just to be involved with, uh, with that company because I, they're going places, man. There's a lot going on with resolution games right now. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy for them. And, uh, and it was, I think it was a great interview and, uh, yeah, I'm can't wait to do, uh, get some more Ultimax con. We may have to do some, we have to stream it. Maybe that would be cool. Get in there and stream. Yeah. It. Maybe That'd we'll, be fun. we'll have to put together a tournament or something. Mm-hmm. That, that's the cool thing too, is with something like this, you could see, I mean, th- you, you could easily make an esport out of this, you know, um, virtual athletic league, you know, something cool like that with Ultimax or knock or, you know, any of those games, I think you could do a lot with them, you know, set up a bracket style tournament yeah. system. I think it would be, I think it would be super cool to do something like that. So. <laughs> All right, guys, what do you say? Uh, time to move on from that. Let's, talk the big news of the day um let's talk pico all right todd go ahead you take it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dude i was so ready to wake up at six o'clock this morning and buy shit you have no idea how pissed off i was so let me ask you this before we get into exactly what happened i think a lot of people already know but we'll, we'll recap exactly what happened but tell me you have choices right now because you're yeah. the the quest 2 pro is coming 
And I don't know if you had a thought in your head that I'm going to get both, but seriously, if it did drop for launch America uh, for North America today, if they did say yes, pre-order right now, uh, North America, would you have, would you really had ordered it or are you going to wait for the quest to, I would have ordered both. And yeah. now that it's not available for the North American market, you're pissed off. There's a chance I probably won't get it because I think the quest will become available sooner. And then I think I'm going to get the quest pro and I'll be happy with the quest pro. And I might not want a Pico after that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they didn't do this. Like I'm so frustrating. It's, it's a really weird thing. Let's, let's talk about the positives first. Okay. Let's get into the Pico reveal today. I think this headset looks fucking cool, man. It looks really, it looks like really the ready player good. one. Headset. So I, let me just say this. I like this. The Pico four is a super, super uh, sleek. I love the design. It, it's going to be lightweight. Um, um, they described it the weight wise as like a can of soda. I yeah, mean, this thing well, is going to be light. It's got pancake lenses on it. So it's super thin on the headset itself. The battery is in the back of the headset, which Look is at this, so yo. smart. We got specs. Oh, nice. Comparing Pico four and quest two. Yeah, look at you. To give you an idea with weight, it's 256 grams versus almost 600 grams. Yeah, I mean, it's, the pancake lenses definitely do that. It allows you to take some of the width out of the front of the headset. But just in moving the battery to the back, I mean, it's a standalone headset. You have to have a battery in it, right? Yeah. But but why put the, head, why, why put the battery in the front of the headset where it's already front heavy? Put it in the back where it's a natural um balancing weight to where you're going to even the weight out and it's just a smart move yeah um, totally now in doing that this is an attached headset head strap you're not getting this thing off so there are no third party here there is no bobo that's going to come and save you there is no kiwi well that's not true that's gonna... no? bobo has an adapter that lets you put it on any headset and make that it is a true bobo m2 pro or one pro yeah. i guess in this yeah case. but that, that helps you with battery but it right. doesn't help you with the comfort of the fit of the bobo correct so you, you already have a battery here i don't think you would need i mean you might want a hot swappable battery on top of a current maybe you could use all I, three i think you could use them all yeah yeah, use all the bubble into the battery, battery, and then yeah. battery. Yeah, totally. That would be interesting. Your your whole freaking head be <laughs> lined up with batteries right up the top of the head. You're gonna grow a tail after a week. <laughs> you look like you look like a mohawk of batteries <laughs> running down the middle of your head. I love it. You could play for forty five hours straight. <laughs> yeah, it's much radiation. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so let's just get that out of the way first. the The form factor, the size of this headset is very very nice this is this is good news this is where we want to see the progression of headsets going in the right direction you know this but this there's some cons to it too i think okay let's give me your cons on what you while you think the the form and size the is, strap is bad. having a permanent strap i think is a bad idea okay i'm with you on that but if, you, if you're i get it, i get no it. headphone but, jack bad idea well usb-c yeah. only it doesn't pass audio from the reviews yeah, anyway that I've seen. So now you can't add third party other than Bluetooth headphones. You can't add a nice pair of headphones like the Conquest, for example. Yeah. No, I, I get are, it. Those are weird decisions, I think. I get it. I and, mean, the, and the they, fact that they're delaying it more and more is just making me rethink whether or not I actually want to buy one. They're delaying it for North America, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Here's the deal. 
we all assumed that they were going to launch in North America because they kind of floated the idea that, yes, you know, we're not going to do it for Pico 3 because we're getting ready. We're getting ready to launch Pico 4, and we want to make sure we can get into the, into the North American market. But we want to compete with Meta. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit worried that they didn't even mention it today. So they, they mentioned yeah. Europe, and they mentioned coming soon to Singapore and Malaysia. Um, they did not mean, and then they said, and then they said eventually to mainland China. Okay. So they mentioned those three things and it wasn't even all three together. Mainland China was, was later than even Singapore and Malaysia. They mentioned zero about North America. Now, does that, it doesn't mean much to, you know, somebody who's not in North America, like, I don't even care, but here's the deal. Um, for me, I think if Pico is really going to compete, they need to be in North America. They need to be, you know, in North American, North, the North American market is a very big market. In it's the, the meta market. Like if you can't compete, you want to call yourself a quest competitor and not compete in the market that the quest is sold in is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I was very, now I still, to me, I still think they're coming. I, I don't think they don't have plans to become, to come to the North American market. Uh, I, I, I'm almost positive they do. I just don't think they're ready with the store yet. And that's the issue. It's not easy building an ecosystem and building a storefront. Like they've had a store and they're, you know, their European and their China, Chinese store has been up for a long time for Pico. So it's easy to move into that store and get that ecosystem running. It's not easy to build an entire storefront with games populated. So you have enough games to play in, in, in a heartbeat. And I think they got a little bit behind here, and I think that's delayed them. I well, still in chat, think... we got Eric Hartley and ZStorm who are both saying that it's privacy issues with the United States government that won't let them into the U.S. I don't know if that's true, but there's a word that I mean, TikTok might even be banned in the U.S., which would be uh, – I can't believe that would happen. Holy crap. I mean, I have, I've heard nothing of that. I don't know if, if I, any yeah, of that, I don't is, know any of that is true. I'd have to see some some things on that. I haven't heard anything about – TikTok being banned. I haven't heard anything that, that Pico is having issues um, getting their headsets into North America. I don't know why they would. They're not making them sign in with any kind of TikTok account. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we have. I mean, we have we have we have all kinds of Chinese technology over here. What would the difference be if they're not making you? I could understand if they if if they were saying that they're going to steal our information. Uh, but they are protecting this information pretty well. I think that everything is going on in the North American server. Um, so that's what I read as well. But Eric, if you want to send me those uh, articles in discord, that'd be great. Yeah. We'd love to check them out for sure. Send, send them over. We'd love, we'd love to check, check them out. Cause I'd love to talk about them. I just didn't see that. I, um, see I mean, I guess they could have problems. I don't see why, again, I don't see exactly why they would, but uh, it could be. Um, I know that they were hot and heavy for, to be in the North American market. And I know that uh, I was a little surprised that they were not. Um, so, you know, I think, again, I still think they'll, they'll be here. I think they will. Um, I think they will compete with meta. Um, I think this is a move in the right direction. I think, you know, the, the does the headset have a couple issues? Yes. Um, I, I don't use headphones with my quest. I use, I use my, my quest audio. Now I'm going to check out some new headphones soon that I think I might switch to. But for me right now, if I had to live with the audio, I think it's pretty darn good. And this audio that is supposed to be in the um in it's supposed to be better four, actually. it's yeah. supposed to be a lot better yeah, it's supposed to be true. a lot better i like um, like if i want to play an immersive game where i don't want to be bugged by the you know my kids and the dogs and 
my wife and everybody else in the house. <laughs> yeah. I, put, I use these Kraken headphones because they drown out everything. Way leaps and bounds better than the Quest Audio. The Conquest headphones, which I had a review copy, like they were ones that were being passed around to content creators, so I had to ship them off. I think Tatiana VR got them next. I had to send them back, otherwise I'd be using those because they were super comfortable. They're, they actually contacted me yesterday and they're sending me another pair, but yeah, I really I mean, like the fact that I can have immersive audio and cover up all the ambient crap around my house. Yeah, I get it. I get, I get it. I mean, it's, it, I, I, it is a miss. It is a miss. But I don't know. For me, it's not that big of a deal. Um, it's not a deal breaker for me. I still think the form factor of this headset and what's in it, um, you know, the, the, the lenses in it, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, yeah. I, you know, the, um, I, I've heard some, some different things about the, um, the AR pass through, um, that this is not going to be an AR pass through headset. This is going to be just a color pass through. You're not going to be able to do you. This, if you think this is going to be a quest Two pro competitor, I've heard that that is really not going to be the case here. Um, because you're not going to see the kind of pass through, but if you were looking if you're looking for a good PC VR standalone headset, that is really what you're what you're looking at here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the the head strap thing can be difficult. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like the elite style head strap. But the so Quest Pro is coming out with the same thing: permanent I know, head strap. I know, and I that's what everybody's going too. to. Yeah, I, I'm not just knocking Pico for doing that. I think it's just a bad idea with what we've seen with the customization of the Quest too. Why would Quest go to a permanent head strap? I think it's silly. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, I, I it doesn't make any sense to me either. Um, I assume they're doing it for a purpose. Um, you know, if I was companies like Bobo and, you know, Kiwi, I'd be like, what the crap, man? <laughs> you know, we worked hard on making these perfect, you know, comfortable straps for everybody. And now they're, everybody's stuck back in the, in the elite strap ecosystem here now. Everybody's going to be using an elite strap because that's what's coming. Well, that's what's coming for the pro anyway. Um, I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the quest three will have. Yeah, um, maybe that'll be different. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, everybody has gotten used to being able to have whatever they want, you know, audio, you can have whatever you want. If you, if you don't like the quest two audio, go get a, go get headphones or go get earbuds or go get, you know, whatever yeah, you want to so use. Many options. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, you know, people have gotten used to, you know, head straps. You don't like the head strap, take the head strap off, put the DOS on there, put the deluxe audio strap on there, put, you know, the Kiwi, but the Bobo, different types of Bobos, you know, different types of batteries. There's a lot of options here. Options. Yeah. Here you're taking away the options for sure. Yeah. Um, this wouldn't stop me from buying this headset though. I still think if, if it was available right now, would you still get it? Even though it doesn't yeah. have those things. If, if, like I said, if it, if this morning when I woke up, there was a buy button or at least like, I know it's not available till tomorrow. Right. Uh, well, just for the, just for the people that pre-ordered. Yeah, well, or the just pre-order the people that, opens that, that Not the pre-order. It's just for the people that bought the Pico 3. So if you were in, oh, the, that's Pico 3 be- if you were in the Pico 3 beta, yeah. then you're allowed to go ahead and make the pre-order tomorrow. Otherwise, everybody has to wait till October. Oh, I didn't know. So if you were part of that, that program where they said to you, come buy our Pico 3, we'll give you 35% off. Come buy our Pico 3, be part of our beta um get it and, before everyone yeah else. and then you get the 35 we'll give you 35 percent off the next headset we come out with if it comes out within a year those people are going to get first access to this so tomorrow those people can order right. everybody else can't order until october yeah, and that's crazy and that it doesn't release like it's not shipping till october 23rd so 
we're going to have a ton of Quest 2 news or Quest Pro news before then. October 11th is the is Facebook Connect, right? So, or MetaConnect, yeah. or whatever the hell it's called. So, um, Bluebell just said something in, in chat it, and ZStorm hit it as well. Um, permanent head strap is a bad idea because when the battery dies, you have to buy a whole new headset. Yeah, I mean, that's very that's possible. If you, ha- if you have issues, you're going to have to probably... I, I don't know how that's going to work. How does that have, work? If the if you Pico have battery dies, I got to buy a $500 headset again? You send in a new one and get a refurbished one. Yeah. Yeah, that's no. yeah I, I, don't like the, I don't like the idea of the permanent head strap. But you know what? Sony's is the same. I mean, you know, this PlayStation 2 is coming, you know, and the PlayStation VR 2 is coming. That's going to be a permanent head strap. That's, you know, that's, that's not coming off. Um, I, it's Sony. I That's think, totally though, with, with um, I, I, tethered headphones, I think there's more acceptance with permanent features. Like, like the Valve doesn't have a headphone jack and doesn't have a replaceable head strap. The, the uh, Sony, either PSVR 1 or 2, doesn't have uh, replaceable anything. Yeah. And no one really... It, didn't, it never bothered me with the PSVR 1. Yeah. But I think the Quest I mean, being such a mobile device, it, options are expected. I think... In my case, anyway, they're expected. I think it's it's to the point here. If you trust Pico as a as a good company that makes quality stuff, I don't think you're worried about you know the battery is is the battery going to die. I mean, I've had my bat I've had battery stuff. I haven't had not one thing die, and you know how many I've had. Um, now I don't use them all all the time, but yeah, um, true. I have had tons of them, and I've never had one of them go bad. Um, but even you know, if, if, anybody... you, if your strap breaks, like the the elite strap for the for the Quest. At least you could take it off and throw it out and put on a new strap. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to throw the whole damn thing out. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, it's, it's, that's crazy. It's yeah, it's definitely well, a good point. And you would hope that they would, about. you know. But I, the, the Pico Neo Three was the same way. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I didn't hear people like, you know, if you if you had had Oculus's problems with their Elite strap that you had on the Pico, where it was, you know, people were like, "Yep, another one broke again." Yep, today another 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 head strap broke. I had to send my whole headset back and get a new one. If you had heard all that stuff, I would say, okay, there's an issue there. But, but I'm not in a Pico Quest group or Facebook group. No, I don't, I don't see any Pico posts. I would hear posts, it. We, right? we, we would hear it. You would hear Thomas it. Thomas McNashville had a good point here. Permanent batteries have been in phones for years. Yeah. So. I don't know. The phones I buy, I can pull them apart and take the battery out. So. No, this man legitimately thinks you're like Grizzly Adams. You can do anything. Oh, man. Uh, Ruth says, "Good news. Uh, good news. None of this is our problem here in North America. It is. You know what I mean. I, 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 I would have bought one probably. Um, yeah, I, I was having it on. I was back and forth on it a few times. Um, you know, um, you know. I, I, we'll see. I still would probably end up getting one just so I can test it out and check it out. Um, I think they're sending me one, so I'm okay with that. Um, you know." I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out and I'll see what it, I'll see. Yeah, how I'm it curious is. to um, see what it's all about too. So if it ever comes to North America, there's a good chance I'll get one or maybe they'll send me one, but yeah, I want to make some content with it. it. It's good to get the information out to our community. So there's lots of reasons for me to use it. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and here's the deal. We root for Pico, right? We've said this all along. I root for Pico because I want them to be a good, I, I want more standalone options for North America. Now, Europe and maybe not Europe so much, but China, China has a ton of standalone headsets in China. You don't have to go just buy meta. Okay. You actually, you can't buy meta, but you can't, you don't, you don't have just one headset to go to China. You have about 20 standalone headsets that you could go buy. 
Now, there's probably only five or six really good ones that have good stores where they have good games that you can go buy from. But just the fact that you have six or seven places to really go and buy an inexpensive standalone headset, that's what we want here. We want competition. We want, I want options for people. I want people to say, yes, I'm a Pico person. I'm going to go buy Pico. I want, I want, the, I want that headset. I want what Pico brings to me. Or I want Meta. Uh, you, know, I'm, I, you know, I like Meta. They have such a big library. I'm staying with Meta. But I want those options. And I want another one too. Don't give me just two. I want another company to step up and go, yep, we're making a, a standalone headset too for the North American market. And I think we will see that eventually. I still, I, I still think that Pico will figure it out. And I think they will launch uh, in the North American market with a store. And I still think we're going to see one more too. I don't think this is it. I still think we're going to see multiple and multiple is good. When we have multiple headsets, um, that is going to drive technology to make them better and better. And I want to see new chips. I want to, you know, and the XR chip is great. I'm ready for, I'm ready to move on now. I'm ready to get going. It's been years. We need a new chip. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eric Hartley said earlier in chat, you know, Pico 4 is great, but it's still using the XR2 chip. It is. You know, you're not getting away from the XR2 yeah. right now, but nothing is. You know, the the Cambria or the the Quest 2 Pro is still going to have the XR2, XR2 chip. chip. You know yeah. what I mean? We're just talking, when we're talking, you know, we're talking better optimization. Um, we're talking better lenses. We're talking better resolution, you know, better pixels per inch. Um, you know, that's what we're talking about right now. But, you know, um, you know, better form factor, you know, better, better sound, hopefully, um, you know um you know i i'm hopeful here i'm really hopeful i want this to be a good headset and i think it is i really do think the quality is here there are some detractors that we as we've just gone through but you know to me i would still get it because i think i still think it's the best standalone pc vr headset so if you're if you're a standalone person only are you getting this headset does just dance being a does just dance being a a exclusive? Uh, exclusive title does that make you go oh my god i gotta go no. get the pico d it's got just no. dance i can't get I that anywhere care. i can i can dance. turn on the radio and dance for free in my kitchen all can right? you dance for us right now we need footage can you just just give us some dance, just dance <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man i don't know it's you know it, it, again, if you're a PC VR person like Todd, if you're looking for a new PC VR headset as long as well as a standalone, I think this headset makes sense. If you are, if you especially had, in the price bracket, right? Because the Quest Pro is going to also be that headset, but for three times the price. If you're in Europe right now, okay, and you're in a country in Europe where you can get a Quest Two easily, are you going and you're a you're a standalone headset only player? Are you you have no PC? Are you going to buy this headset? Um, and you have a quest too. You have a quest too, and with, you have a quest too already. And you're looking for yeah, you something quest new already. Yeah, I'm not saying you if you don't have VR. If you have, if you don't have any VR yet, and you're like, okay, what do I get? Do I get a quest two, quest two, or do I go get uh, the Pico? Okay, and you're in a, and you're in a country where the Pico is available. Pico four is available. I think then it's a very good. It's a very tough decision of what you want to go buy. Then I think it's a much tougher decision than if you already own a Quest Two. Am I upgrading to the Pico Four? Um, you know, and I'm only a standalone player. I'm not a PC VR player in any way. I think that's a tougher decision. I don't. I, I, I think see, if you're I new to VR and your one. choices are Quest Two or Pico Four, I think Pico Four is your choice. It just does but more stuff. I don't stop. see Pico Four as an upgrade to the Quest. I don't. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's the it's, lenses it's are not... a big difference. The speed of the processor is much better. It's got right. more memory. It's got. Um, but is that worth another? How much? Bucks? Yeah, totally. Yeah, Z Storm says uh, he says that we are way way under uh, underestimating the power of Just Dance. He said it's going to be a system seller. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be a headset seller. <laughs> Just Dance. I want to see Z Storm live streaming. Oh. Oh, I've seen I've seen him in, in an arcade going to town. I've seen him and VR with Jasmine going against each other on a Just Dance machine. That's right. It was classic, bro. Classic. There's just not a big enough difference between Quest and this for me to take that jump. Was it Just Dance or was it Dance Dance Revolution? Either one. Probably Either dance way. Dance. <laughs> yeah. And Sim says, yeah, you got to rebuy all your games. If you're upgrading from a Quest 2 to a Pico, you're right. Well, no, you got to all your favorite I, I, games. You got to buy them again. Yes. But again, if you're not selling your Quest 2, you can keep your Quest 2 and play all your games still on your Quest 2. We're just and saying any new Pico. games because you want to play the new games on that or you want the PC VR. Again, I, I don't yeah. think you are buying a Pico 4 if you already own a Quest 2. Yeah, that's what I think. I, and, and you're a standalone only player. Again, I think if you are a PC VR player who is looking for the next good um pc vr headset to go along with a standalone headset i think this is a really good option so if you have a valve index you would say go buy this headset to replace it maybe because that's, that's the pc a... vr world right like you can see my blue headset back there and i don't play on that thing anymore no one's playing on windows mixed reality jank anymore yeah yeah pc vr people who are strictly pc vr are playing on an index yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's t it's tough. It's right? tough. The price the price is a good price too. We haven't even we haven't even mentioned the price. The price is an excellent price to me. The quality of this headset and what is in it and what it can do, um, I think is is really good. You're not getting a Valve Index for four hundred what, what's it five hundred bucks American, or yeah, was it four ninety nine pounds? Four hundred ninety nine pounds or euros or something. you you uh, yeah you're you are not getting a Valve. You're if you're talking Valve Index, I mean I mean we're if we're if that's what we want to compare. Thousand bucks still today. If you want a Valve Index, still it hasn't come down. You're still paying a thousand dollars if you don't have base stations yeah. and controllers. So again, if if you're if you're if you if you are that person that wants to upgrade your Windows mixed reality dog shit of a headset that you have behind you, mm, if and you're going to upgrade that thing, what are you going? Are you going to go buy a Valve Index? Does a Pico Four have the uh, the Link port display adapter thing on the top, or is it Wi-Fi only? I didn't see that in the. In the uh, I know it's definitely it's definitely got the Wi-Fi dongle. You can do, you can actually it's got it's got Wi-Fi. It's got Wi-Fi six. I think it said Wi-Fi six, six where you can yeah, go Wi-Fi. Yeah. So it's got Wi-Fi six. I where don't you can think just it has the directly. display port thing also, anymore. But it also has a dongle too. Um, I think they were just talking Link to be. Um, they wanted the Pico Neo three to be the cable, the Link cable headset. Yeah. So this doesn't have wired PC VR. Yeah, that they they talked about the Pico Neo three being their linked, so this wired, is wireless linked only headset. PCB. This is wireless only. But again, even if you don't have a great network, you can you 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 can purchase a dongle that will help you connect to your PC, um, and 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 give you a more stable network. Um, so I I don't think that's as much of an issue, um, as you know having having to do that having having to have that link cable. I mean, most people don't want the link cable. <laughs> you know, most people want to go wireless. I mean, everybody's trying to do AirLink or virtual desktop or, 
you know, whatever they're going to do. Um, so everybody's trying to get rid of the cable as it is. If you're giving me a better option to get rid of the cable um, to where I have a better, cleaner, crisper signal, I mean, that's fine with me. You're, you're, yeah. you're upgrading at that point. Hussein X dropped a uh, two-pound super chat and says, how does Pico recoup the subsidy if it's only used for PCVR? And, and that's a good well, question. They're just, they're just hoping that you also use it for yeah. games in their store. Because yeah. you're right, if it, if you're buying it strictly for standalone or for uh, PC VR, they're not recouping anything. It's 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 the same it's thing the as so, it's yeah. the same thing as Meta. Meta has done the same thing for the last six years. They're taking losses on headsets that you can still hook up to your PC. That's what and that's why they made that's why they made AirLink. That's why you know the the Quest the Quest Two all of a sudden had you know you can run it to your computer with a USB C cable and you can run it you know you can run it you know you can play linked. Then you could play AirLink. Then you could play virtual desktop. So they did those things, even though they were kind of pushed into them by Guy Godin. But still, but still. Um, you know, they did allow those things to happen. So they were okay with that. It's all about getting the headsets into the market. Um, and that's why you subsidize them. Why does why would Pico do this? Because they're owned by ByteDance and they want they want the TikTok. They they think they can actually put, you know, people in headsets in the TikTok, and then you're gonna have millions of people. Um, seeing people in VR headsets, which is going to be great for everybody, by the way, guys. If we're yeah. all trying to push VR forward, and all of a sudden we're seeing all these new TikTok videos of creators making great TikTok videos, uh, and they're being pushed by TikTok because they want to sell more headsets, who the hell do you think that's good for? It's good for all of us. Everybody. It's good, yeah. for, good for VR, by the way. Yeah. So whether you think you want to buy this headset or not, this is going to be good for VR if they can get, if they can get things right. And I think they need to get in the North American market. I think that's super important for them. Yeah. I think, I think it's the headset for people who don't have a headset. Uh, Z storm said, I, I, if Pico kept a display port, I would have probably went out of my way to get one. Probably very close yeah. to along the lines of what I was thinking too. Yeah. That's a, I didn't realize it didn't have that cable. Yeah. I mean, to me, to me, I don't like the compressed signal on my, you know, using the link cable. I can, you know, it, it does bother me and I have other headsets to go to. Yeah. Um, but to me, to me, it's, it's about variety. I want to try every headset. That's just the way I am. Um, you know, that's why I have, you know, a Vario Arrow and I have a Pimax and I have, you know, an index and, you know, whatever, how many headsets to me, it's, I just want to try everything. Oh, you think you're better than me? Um, no, no, <laughs> my wife, my wife thinks that I'm definitely not better than anybody. She's going to kick my ass. Um, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully I haven't had to pay for some of these headsets because yeah. it never would work. Um, but, uh, you know, I like trying different headsets, but for the average person who's going out and buying these headsets, I don't think you're doing it. I just don't, it, it just doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? I, again, for you, it makes it, it makes it because I don't want my quest Two to be my PC VR headset. If I'm you, if I have no other option, okay. You're not using that windows mixed reality headset behind you. No, so I use you, 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 you need a good PC VR headset because you do play a lot of PC games. Yeah. So right now you're using the quest Two, you know, compressed with a compressed signal. You want an upgrade. You want a better headset. But this is still going to be compressed. I don't think it will be. I'm sending over Wi-Fi six. It has to be. I don't think. I don't. I think. Still think the signal is going to be way cleaner than what we have now. I need one. I need to see it with my face. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eric Hartley says it's absolutely, it's absolutely compressed. I do believe it is compressed. Is what no, I'm saying. I think it's it going to be a crisper, cleaner signal and than it's you got will get lenses, with the normal, And there's a higher uh, field of view. It's going to look better than the Quest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's an upgrade. It's definitely an upgrade. 
It, for for you, but the six hundred bucks I can put towards the Quest Pro, and it's a huge upgrade. Well, yes, definitely. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's a tough decision, man. You were ready to buy it this morning. You said I was. I woke up this morning excited. I was like, oh my god, I've been waiting for this day. I won't tell you what I was doing. I was shaving and I was looking at my phone, and then I saw it, and I was <laughs> you, like, you didn't mess up your beard. Good I know. To see, <laughs> so I'm so super happy that you should. Oh, it would have been too funny if you shaved your beard off. I was swearing in the bathroom. I was so pissed off when I saw not no nothing in North America. I was so mad. But yeah, I mean, I, I am disappointed that there is no display port cable. That was one of the big things that I was looking for. And, and one of the reasons that I would have done it too, because I do play a lot of PC VR and that's how I would have used that headset. But you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. I need Again, to see more if, people if, make content with it. I need, I'd like, love to get one just to, so I can see it and tell everybody. I would love exactly to know. I would, I would love to talking. know the answer to the question is if you are in a country right now where they are going to offer this headset and you were already in a country where you can get a quest Two and you already have a quest Two, is this enough of an upgrade for you? And the price is good enough where you would say, yes, this is my new headset. I want to go buy it. That's the question that needs to be answered because I can't answer that question. Where's gamer take? <laughs> I don't know if you can answer that question. <laughs> I would like to know somebody who's somebody who today is in Europe who can who who maybe was Hussein X is in Europe and I know he's got a quest. Uh they should have sacrificed auto IPD for display port or Wi-Fi 6E. Yeah. Mm, possibly. Well it's not auto IPD, I don't think. The comparison sheet that I read says manual. I think it's. I thought it was going to be automatic, but what I read today was manual. It's it's not manual. It's 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 not manual like you think it is in the Quest Two, where you have like three settings you have to manually fix. I still think it's a mechanical setting. You know what I mean? It's not like it, you're you not have adjusting. To set it. it doesn't do it for you. No, it's not. I don't think it's. Yeah, like, like a, he said, it's yeah. mo. It's something motorized IPD. Yeah. Thomas McNostril is in Europe, and he says he'll wait to see what the Pico Four Pro looks like. And that one is, I don't think that's geared toward a consumer from, from watching that. Um, oh, no, no, it's definitely not. That trailer today, it's. It's going to be, it's going to be basically. It's a uh, test model for developers to play with, I think. What it, may, what it's, made it sound it's, like. It's, it's going to have eye tracking and it's going to have face tracking in it out of the box. We know that for sure. Yeah, but. And it probably will have display port cable, most likely. The images that they showed this morning didn't have any holes for a cable. Even on the Pro, I didn't see that. The pros, we know, the, we know, the, we know, the gold yeah, white we, version of it. Yeah, I didn't see it close enough to see if there was holes on it for a display port cable. Uh, uh, Air Carly says it does not. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's, an, that's another miss too because I think you'd want it for uh, <laughs> you would think you would want it for enterprise. It's literally the same thing, but with ASIN, ASIN eye tracking for, for way more money. Yeah, that's a little bit rough. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, I more headsets are more headsets. I'm happy with the I'm happy with the headset and the form factor. They did have some misses here for sure. Um, you know, missing the North American market is big. Yeah. Um, the price is great. Uh, I love the price. Um, you know, uh, we, you know, there's there's definitely things we have to talk about with the head strap, with the with the uh, you know, with the um uh the no headphone jack. And, you know, those are issues, you know, for sure. Um, and, and we'll see, you know what I mean? I, they're, they're going to sell this headset. Are you oh, buying this headset if you don't have a quest Two and you have a choice? Yeah. So that's, that's where I think they're the same price, at least in Canadian dollars. They're the same price. 
Yeah. So, so if, if you had, you had your, if, if you I had, had a choice between the Quest Two and a Pico, and I saw, it, granted that every game is not on there, but who cares? I don't play every game anyway. All the games that I really do like are there, and I'm going to use it for PC VR anyway. So if I had a choice right now and I didn't have a Quest, I would probably buy the Pico. But if I'm a gamer and I don't have a either headset and I see the variety of games available on the Quest versus the variety on the Pico, I'm going Quest 2 either way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think very shortly the, the libraries are going to be very close. So I don't I'll think wait. libraries are going to be a huge difference. You can sideload um, things to it just like you can with SideQuest on a Quest. Everything from SideQuest yeah. can be loaded onto the Pico. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I still think to me, I think, I think, I still think Quest wins out here. I think, still think it's the better headset. Um, you like know, Newton says he's going to get one. Is he going to get one? He's yeah. Going I mean, the, he's going to the UK for the winter and he said he'll get one. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I think that most people will probably go along with that. Um, you know, go along with Quest 2, you know, stick with the Quest 2. I don't think, you know, you, I don't know. It's going to be, I, I'm very curious to see how this plays out. I really am. Um, Sim says it doesn't have Beat Saber, so he's out. It does not have Beat Saber. <laughs> That's why I love it. That's why I love it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah I mean, it's it's odd. I, I we'll, we'll, you know, everybody's going to be, you know, everybody's going to be testing them out. We're going to see them in the world. We're going to play them. We'll check them out. We'll see. Um, I, I would like to pull it, put it through his paces and see exactly what I think. Um, you know, I'll let everybody know. Once, yeah, Z-Storm says Pico's got 160 games at launch right now. So that's tons of games. Like, give me a break. That's tons. Well, that, and again, to, for here's new the, players. Right. And that's enough to get you until, and you know, they're actively, I can tell you for a fact, they're actively out there getting new games every yes. day. They're actively we do know pushing. We know that for a fact. I mean, I mean, trust me. Um, I can tell you that right now, they are actively looking for games to get on the store right away. They want as many games as they can get. Now, you know, they want good games. You know what I mean? Like everybody else, they're not going to put just any game on the store, but they want good games. So some of the shovelware that you see in App Lab is not going to make it on the Pico store because there is no App Lab right now on the Pico store. No, no type of system like that. You're going to have to use SideQuest for some of those games. But, you know, 160 games to launch with is, is a lot. And there are going to be yeah. a lot of good games out there, too. There are going to be a lot of games that you're going to want to play. Those are enough to get you through with new titles coming out, too. you got to remember that because, you know, every new title that will launch now most likely will launch for Pico and for Quest simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And it's going to continue to fill in some of that back library, okay? So get some of those older games that maybe aren't on there now. But by the time you get a chance to even play it through those, you're going to be able to buy the other ones, too. I mean, it won't take them long. To, but all the stellar games that are old are on it. Most of them. There's a good amount. Yeah. yeah a library is not as big of an issue as you think it is. No. I guarantee I can tell you that now. They have a good library. They have had a good library in China for a while. Um, and you're going to see a, a, most of the big titles that you're thinking of are probably are going to be on there. There's going to be some ones that aren't. Pop One's not going to be on there. Okay. Beat Saber is not going to be on yeah. there. Just not, those are owned by Meta. They're not going to happen. But Ultimax um, is. Yes. Demio Ultimax. is. Shadowgate is. The new Saints and Sinners is Saints and Sinners is like all the good games. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's a big concern for me. Yeah, library. Out of all the other concerns that we've had about this headset yeah. so far, I think library is probably one of the least. I think if I didn't uh, have a headset, I would buy a Pico. Over the Quest Two. Yeah, it's two years old. 
all this new is, shit. This is, There's a color. Yeah, this is a, yeah I, I mean, know. specs specs wise, this is a this is a superior headset. Hand tracking for the same price, specs wise, this is a superior headset, yeah. right? Besides, besides, you know, issues with the dis- no, no. And if I didn't know better, or... like if I didn't know that the Quest had so many options with head straps and batteries and all that crap, if I was brand new to VR and looking at these two at Best Buy, mm-hmm. I'd buy the Pico. You think that's a reason why they didn't launch in North America? <laughs> because they're going to be in the America store. Right? Is, <laughs> is fairly saturated with Quest Two. They're everywhere. How many? How, how many people do you think would be upgrading right now to the to the to the Pico Four? I don't know. Maybe. That's a good question. The percentages would probably be fairly low. Maybe they will wait for it, you know, North America till the next reiteration when they've Kinda had more not. time with the Pico Five when it's actually a ridiculous upgrade. <laughs> yeah, right. And and I'm okay with that. Uh, we didn't mention the controllers. What did you guys think of the controllers? I thought the controllers looked pretty damn cool, man. The, they look slick. <laughs> I like the idea of yeah. how their array of uh, infrared things are around a lot more of the controller than just the Quest controller, right? Like on the Quest, it's pretty small. Yeah. I like the like fact that it's jank. over... Yeah, I like the fact that it's over the top part of your hand and not over over the front of your hand. I don't like that I can't extend it. it. Yeah, I like the fact that it gets it away from... Because how many times have you hit your controllers together with those rings? Oh, you eliminate the way those rings stick all out. The time. Yeah. Yeah. And also you, you kind of eliminate a little bit of occlusion too, because um, those rings are sticking up off the sides a little bit. So if you put them in front of each other, they actually are at angled. So they stick out a little bit more. So the occlusion is not as much of a factor. Oh, that's good. They, they look really nice and they look sleek. And, and that was the one thing that I noticed right away is like, Oh my God, I can't get extensions. Cause I love my Kiwi extension controller, but yeah, maybe you don't need them. Maybe they're just that comfortable. They looked really yeah. comfortable. So. To, to me, to me, the Kiwis are not about the comfort for me. It's about the length. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I would miss the length of the controllers. Now, you know who, you know who else says it's all about the length? All right. You got my it. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> D was trying to get it. I was like, hey, you got to be faster no. than that girl. You got to be faster. Uh, Z-Storm mentioned something back in chat. I just want to bring up. He, saw, he said he can't wait to get the, the ET controllers, the E-T-E-E. I saw these at um, at AWE. These are super cool, and uh, maybe we'll we'll talk a little bit about them next week, and we'll get some photos and show everybody. Um, these these uh, these ET controllers is the this is going to be these are these are next level. These are um, index think, for controllers, right? It's they're different. No, no but they're they're, they work me. with the index. Uh, no, not really. They're their own controller. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go from, I have photo, I, I have footage, um, that I actually didn't, um, I didn't actually use that I, of, of me using at the booth, uh, and, uh, at AWE and, uh, maybe we'll go through that footage next week and we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about them. I think that would be cool. Um, okay. because, um, I kind of know we, 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 I know a couple of the people that are working with that team and, um, it's pretty cool. It, it's going to be really cool. Maybe, yeah, that's, maybe that's what you're, you're, it doesn't, it doesn't work with the knuckle controllers. It, they work with steam VR is what, you know, yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you said with the index controller, so you confused me. Yeah, but uh, to yeah, replace we'll, the index controllers. Yeah, yeah, uh, very cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But yeah, I mean, I think you know. Okay, let's 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 put Pico to bed here. Uh, I think you know, I'm glad they launched. I'm glad Pico Four is here. Um, I think it is an upgrade of a headset. Uh, I think the form factor is really good. I like that. I like the weight. Um, there are definitely issues here. There's there's definitely issues. No North American market launch is an issue. Um, you know, the head strap is an issue. No, you know, 3.5 millimeter uh, audio jack 
uh, is an issue. Um, you know, no display port cable is an issue. Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's definitely issues here, but I think there's a lot of good here too for people that want them. Again, we we have we have already addressed who 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 might want to go buy these, and I think that's why they're 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 marketing to Europe, and uh, and uh, you know, eventually Singapore and Malaysia. Um, <laughs> Z Storm says, "Magic is that a Pika behind you?" Yeah, I cannot confirm or deny. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you said, bottom line, notice it. Bottom line, like you said, it's it's VR, it's comp, it's you know competition in the VR world. So yes, people are going to be either way. There's a lot of good headsets out there. There, there really are. And if any of those companies decided to come to North America and brought their standalone headset. They could do very well. There's a lot of good headsets out there, um, not just Pico. There are other good, you know, headsets in China right now. iQiyi makes a great headset. Um, they just partnered with, with Lenovo, so the iQiyi Dream uh, VR headset, which is very, very good, is going to be part of Len the Lenovo Legion line of VR headsets. Lenovo has they they made the the Rift S for for Oculus. You know, Lenovo knows how to make a headset. They have a great line of VR headsets called the Legion. Um, and iQiyi is going to be part of that. iQiyi is a big uh, Chinese headset. Um, iQiyi is the Netflix of China. iQiyi is a movie streaming service in China, and they have their own VR headset. So there are out there many companies that are big that, that, that could potentially make more standalone headsets. We just got to get them to come to the United States. And Canada. In Canada, for sure. The stop, hell? stop, stop forgetting about Canada. It's their stop most forgetting about Canada, D. It's, it's, it's not extremely nice. important. The 25 people that live in Canada <laughs> need to get more VR. There's like 40 people in Canada that really, really want it. Todd's one of them. Yeah. There's only 25 of us with electricity, though. So <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more Me people Chris, in New York State than there is in Canada. Chris 9989. <laughs> the only two that have power. Yeah. The only reason I haven't fired Todd so far is I cannot find another Canadian that will work with me. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to have for our quota we have to have a canadian on the show we have to have at least oh one canadian god. on the show <laughs> he's so mean to me uh, oh my god <laughs> eric Carley says many of the other chinese headsets will say uh, will face the same challenges entering the u.s market i think they th that's a possibility but i think if it is true why pico is having an issue getting over here i think it's more of a um uh, of a protection issue with you know, the way they're collecting data. And a lot of the other companies don't even do that. You know, um, Oppo, YVR, Aichi, they're not, they're not collecting data like that. So I don't know if they would have as much of an issue. You got to remember, we get lots of technology from China. You know what I mean? Your, every cell phone pretty much that you get is from China. Um, you know, and they have no issues getting over here. So I, I think if, if it is, that's the case, Pico is having problems getting over here because of that. I think it's because of ByteDance and because of their, those policies. So I don't know if everybody else would have the same problem. Ashes to Ashes says she's a Canadian too, and I should not knock Canada. I'm not knocking Canada. I love Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Bluebell says uh, she loves Canada too, Ty. Everybody loves Canada. They're so affable in Canada, D. Because we just love everybody. <laughs> All right, guys, let's give away a game. We, we've, we've gone on about this forever. Uh, you know, uh, no rant today. No rant. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it the way it I'm is. Proud and, uh, of you, Mash. I think. Thanks, Steve. We've I, gone two hours and talked about two things. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I knew Pico was gonna take a ton of time yeah. uh, to go over just because 
people got uh, some opinions on that topic. And, and and as you can see, I'm of two minds with Pico right now. I really want to support them and I want them to do well, but I know that there was issues here. So with the launch, so I really am. I'm of, I'm of, I'm of two minds. Of, I want them to do well, right? I want to root for Pico. Um, and I know people don't want to root for Pico because of Bite Dance, or they don't want to. Same thing with you're rooting for Meta, but I just want more <laughs> VR. So I want I want. I'm rooting for another headset. I'm not rooting for Byte Dance or, or TikTok. I'm rooting for another headset. Oh my god, Ashes. <laughs> I moose peed my igloo and now I have a back door. <laughs> that happened to Damn, me on Monday. Ashes, so. ashes, don't give those up in chat. You need to message me so I can use them for my opening. I'm starting yeah. to run out of stuff for oh, my opening. There we go. I could have used that next week for That's Todd's right. opening. <laughs> ashes, message, message me. We, we need to talk because I'm quickly running out of my line. Oh, my liners for Todd. Canadian one liners. Um, Eric Hartley <laughs> says he ro he's rooting for competition too, but this isn't it. I, I think you're right. I think this is a bit of a miss. Um, I think they have potential still, and I'm still they're, rooting. They're going to be Pico. a player regardless of. They know, have the money behind them. Yeah, I don't exactly. think they're going so, anywhere. I don't you think know, that's the whole anywhere. thing too. They're not going to go. They're not going to be like, oh, this didn't work, and they're just going to fold up shop. So they're going to oh, be yeah. here. Um, just are they going to be here like Meta is going to be here, or are they going to be here like HTC is here? You know right. what I mean, and just complete, continue to or you know and continue to to, to fumble. Um, we'll have to see. Yep. Uh, Mike Newton says I'll play after the fall in a Pico at Christmas. Hey, there you go. Awesome, like dude. Let's go. I like it. I like it. Record yourself. You want to watch it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, right. Did we say or did they say if it was going to be crossplay with all the other platforms? Uh, so far, that's up to the developer, not the headset. So, and not most the of them have said yes. So, okay. yeah, you're going to see most of them are going to be crossplay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because they want you want you want crossplay. I mean, so they're going to push right. for it. Yeah. Uh, Storm says I'll play after the fall and a not Pico at uh, I would say at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's give away a game. Let's give away a game to. Um, I'll just run uh, some quiet trailers while we do these. How about that? Yeah, do it up. Let's uh, let's give away Cave Digger Two, Todd, and we'll run the trailer for Cave Digger Two. Actually, run the tra run the trailer. I want to see the trailer. This is a cool game, Cave Cave Digger. I haven't 2. seen the trailer. You know, Rookie, oh, yeah, I was young once too. Before me, an unexplored valley, promising wealth and adventure. I could only see the riches ahead. But no stone or jewel could satisfy Such an upgrade over this first game. Yeah. In one hand like I said, they should have called it something else because it's so different. I thought myself. No legs, I kept digging deeper and deeper. So deep, I faced the dark. In the first game, we, you were just myself. digging for gems and you like put them in a minecart. Hey, you were stuck in a cave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't get spooked. Here, you've got like a huge map. You've got different zones you go to. You've got different again. tunnels and, and caves. And you're still digging for gold. And, and it's multiplayer. You've got this guns. You can shoot. There's enemies. There's like monsters in these caves. Yeah. Customization of yourself. You couldn't do that before. These caves are full of loot. Because these storm says holy epic looks way more insane. Yeah, it's so much better than number two or than you number might one. Be surprised what you find down there. You get to stream this. Rule scene. number two: keep those tools upgraded and use your noggin. Cave digger two. Old rusty gear is not getting you Dig anywhere, harder. buddy. So go and grab some new machinery. They say the best mine does all kinds of things hard. Or does like the rule other hard thing? <laughs> oh my Lanta! But you know, they all understand one language, right? 
Holy crap, this freaking trailer goes forever, huh? You waiting for? Look at this, man. The whole There's so much to this game. Yeah. Just see that? Look at all that shit, Yeah, man. dude. It's I never way, got to that part in the game. I played Clayton. it. I seem to be a little disembodied right now, but I think I'll just tag along with you. Now, get to swinging that pickaxe, Rookie. Very cool, man. Very cool. You know, Rookie, yeah, right? I was young once, too. Let's, um, let's draw for that. Yeah, let's do so. Yeah, we're gonna give away a key right now to Cave Digger. We have a uh, we have a cool contest going on over in the Facebook group. So if you guys haven't been over there, head over there, um, there and um, and uh, jump in there. You can win four more keys. We're giving away four more keys over there in the Facebook group. Just uh, if you go in there and type in Cave Digger in the search bar, it'll pull up probably the post, and uh, you can just uh, comment on the post. I pinned it today comment. too, so it'll be in feature. Yeah. There you go. Comment Cave Digger Two, I think. Hashtag Cave Digger Two, and you'll get. Uh, Oh. And we'll draw the winners next week here on the show. Ryan. Ryan Baranin. Very cool. Die harder, yo. So I think Eric Hartley and Sim are talking about Bone Lab in, uh, in chat. Trailer tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Bone Lab is going to be here before we know it. It's coming soon. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be pretty amazing. Um Stress level zero is yeah, dude. They know how to make VR games. Yeah, some of those new trailers for the Bone Lab looked pretty cool. Yeah, and I think this is going to be the complete thing now too, man. Anybody who was like eh, Bone Lab, it was a weird story or didn't have story or I don't like it because of this or that. I think it's going to be gone. You're gonna you're gonna have the whole package here from Bone Lab. You know who else likes Bone Lab? Mouse Daddy. <laughs> Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dude. Oh, no, that wasn't an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I beat ashes to ashes to it. <laughs> Too funny. So, yeah, Cave Digger 2, congr uh, congratulations to Ryan Brandon. And, um, you know, that's pretty pretty awesome. Head over to the Facebook group and check it out. Um, pretty cool thing. Uh, all right, guys, let's uh, let's check this out. Todd, so you did um, you did a review for these head these headphones not too long ago. And um, I thought they were really cool. And I talked to these guys when I was at AWE and I checked them out. But I checked them out like in the middle of the um, like in the middle of the show floor. And it was super loud. And it was, uh, you know, it, it, it was great. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. But I was like, I want to try it again. So, you know, they, you they reached out to, to me. Put them through their paces on your own environment. And yeah. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, we're going to, well, you know, we'd love to send you something and get your opinion on it. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, let's, let's check it out. So they sent me these things and they come in a nice, they come in a super nice case, by the way, which yeah. I'll do a complete, I'll do a complete unboxing. I have a complete unboxing video probably this weekend or early next week. I'll have it drop uh, and I'll show you how to attach it to the different. I'm going to take every freaking head strap I have and I got probably 40 and I'll try and put it on every one that's different and see which ones it fits and which ones it doesn't. But these are it, man. This is, this is, this is the whole thing. Um, Right there. This is the Conquest. I think Eric Hartley did a nice video on these too, by the way. Yeah, I think um, I saw his yesterday. Or yeah. Dropped it a couple so, of days ago. So yeah, I mean, if you want some uh, different videos, go check out Todd's video. Go check out Eric Hartley's video. Um, we Petty can leave got one coming. This yeah, we can leave a link if you want to leave a link uh, in, in the in the chat to uh, to Eric Hartley's channel. Um, so to go check him out. So you'll get some different ones. You know what they did for me though, Todd, which I thought was super cool, and I will say thank you to Conquest for doing this. I think they're trying to butter me up, by the way. They put these on there for me. Look at this. Yeah, I know. I saw that. 
<laughs> it says, uh, let me get in front of the camera. Yep. This is Q2C VR Gamer. It's got a little picture of me on there, man. I know. That's, that's what's kind of cool about these things. They have these little replaceable, um, like, pieces that you can like um you know the the caps that go on the on the on the on the the end of them so you can you can change out a whole bunch of different ones but uh super cool and this is the um this is the piece that opens up and that's how you spread it out and that's how you attach it which i think is really neat so i'm looking forward to doing uh to to dropping this for everybody but i just wanted to talk about them a little bit just to say um there's videos out there people definitely like them i didn't see eric hartley's video eric um what what was your what was your final thought did you have or if you want to give us a little tease of your video everybody can go to your your channel to find out your your final final thought but you know did you like them at least tell us if you liked them or not and todd i think you definitely liked them but your issue was it was pricey right at the time yeah my only drawback was they're a little bit heavy they did add some weight to the headset and jasmine vr actually just did a video as well she dropped it uh some pictures and some teasers to it on tiktok and her concern too was she could only wear them for like an hour and it, it felt too heavy on her head um it didn't bother me that they were too heavy. That, that, no, I shouldn't say too heavy, that it was heavy. Um, yeah. I think it was 1,200 grams with my Bobo, the Bobo battery. I don't, I don't feel that heavy to me. To be honest Quest, which was I mean, heavy. All it is is this, and then you have the 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 the, the jack, the the wire. The, the little, it's a tiny little cable, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, they don't feel he- that heavy to me. Now, now, this isn't two of them on the headset. Um, and then here's some of the other caps that you can see that you can change out. Like there's a whole bunch of different yeah, there's little know, full designs. Um, 179 yeah, is the cost cool. there, Z-Storm, and that's their introductory price. I think that introductory price goes till the end of October, I think. Yeah, okay. so originally they were 259 which, you know, when we, when, when Todd talked about them and we re- he reviewed them, um, you know, he was like, eh, you know, these are super nice, but they're expensive. I mean, they're for at the enthusiasts. They're not for everyone. Yeah. It's almost the price of the Quest 2 alone. You right. know I mean, it's almost as much as the whole headset. But listen, if you want good audio, how much are you spending on a good set of headphones? If you're going to go out and buy, you know, if you're not going to use the Quest 2 head, headset headphones and you're going to go out and buy a good set of headphones, if you're going out to buy, you know, Arctics or, you know, what do you use, Grazers, Todd? Or, you Cracking know, if you're using, you know, I use Sennheisers. Sennheisers are expensive. You know, I have a pair of wireless Sennheisers. They're like 500 bucks, man. These right here are 350 bucks. I used to have Turtle Beach, you know, you know for yeah, PlayStation yeah. Xbox. So you know, it is expensive. Is it? We're not. I'm not saying it's not expensive, but at a hundred and what do we say, sixty nine now? Yeah, one seventy nine. One seventy nine. Is that Canadian or is that American? American. So one hundred seventy nine American. I think that's definitely doable. That is back in my price range where yeah. I'm like, yes, not for sure. Almost because of the quality. Now I haven't, I haven't given them their full go through. Okay? They have a, um, they have a unique. I did try them again, but I they have a unique, and it's, I don't remember the name of the tech. It's, it's in my documentation from them. I can't remember what it's called, but they have a, uh, some sort of technology in their in the headphone that drowns out ambient noise, and it does a better job than my. The knees and these are over the ear headphones. Those are they don't even touch your ear. They just sit in front of your ear, so you really don't even feel them or or anything. Like there's no ear sweating. There's nothing. Yeah, Eric says it's some form of immersion audio thing. Yeah, or and it works. I have to look at it too. I, like, I I have all the paperwork. I don't have to read through it, but uh, it's the immersiveness, the immersiveness <clears throat> of having cup headphones without having to have cup headphones. I, I mean, I, I can tell you, I can tell you this. I was on the busy show floor at all, and with thousands of people walking by and i did put them on and i did get immersed but i still could hear the outside world but that is an extreme an extreme thing i mean you those are those events are so loud there's no way you're getting away from it completely but i did i i liked it so much that i'm like yes 
you know, I'm like, here's my info. I want to try these, you know, in, in a controlled environment. And, um, you know, I was like super on board with them because I thought they were really cool. Um, and we don't have a good audio solution that attaches, you know, to, to the headset. Everything else is either, you know, an outside headset or, or an outside, um, you know, headphones, or they are, you know, not great, um, VR, what was the, uh, what was the rebuff reality VR ears, which were, you know, some people like Wes Dillon loves them. He, he loves his, he says they're great. Radio Run hates them, says they're terrible. I would say more people hate the VR ears than don't. The Logitech ones that just came out, Garbage. I heard they're kind of crap. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? I didn't, I, I'm, the, Meadow's not sending me shit, by the way. And I'm not going out I'm and buying these. I'm not spending hundred bucks on not, those. I'm not spending the money to buy these. And Logitech didn't, didn't want to send me one. So I am not going to review these things. But I watched everybody else's review just like everybody else did. And they kind of said it was they were okay. You know what I mean? But you're not, I'm not, I don't want, I don't want okay. If I'm putting headphones on, I want freaking amazing. I want to have the best experience I can get. And if that means I got to spend 169 bucks. So the, the, what, the biggest benefit to me that it makes it worth the price yeah. if you're a VR enthusiast is they fit at anything on their website. They didn't used to have this. Now on their website, they have, they have a picture of them on a Quest 2 on a Quest 1, on a Rift S, on a Pico Neo 3, on a Pico Neo 2, on an HTC Vive Focus 3, on a Vario Aero. It'll fit on the Pimax. Like, they'll fit everything. Yeah, That's they don't... Smart. They, 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 do, they do kind of touch your ears, but they don't cup your ears. They don't go over your ears like, like these headphones, okay? So they kind of like... They're not like the Valve Index um, Z to where right. they're just hovering over your ears uh, and there's no, there's no contact at all these do kind of these these do touch your ears but it's only on the outside of the ear they don't cup or go over your ear in any way they just kind of sit there they don't need to be like super attached to your ear you know to get a good sound and they even show on their website they show it on the bobo m2 strap the oculus elite strap the jock strap the elite with battery strap the how the hell you get it on the freaking the jock, kiwi man. designs uh, their elite strap like if it's anything that that is super smart super smart you know who else likes to get on the job <laughs> <Nice daddy. laughs> all right that's enough with the match day <laughs> that's it Todd, you're fired z z looking for a talk show job <laughs> eric hartley what are you doing next week <laughs> neither one of them are canadian it doesn't not gonna work that's true would you guys would you guys mind talking in a canadian accent <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to put them through their paces. Uh, I, I will have, I, I'm tomorrow and, and probably most of the day tomorrow, maybe some of the day Saturday, I will have the video probably up either this weekend or early next week. I'll give you my full rundown, man. And I'll let you know if there's something I would pay 160 or $179 for. I keep wanting to say 169, $179, but that is only temporary because eventually it's going to be, is it going to go back to the 250, 259? It's going back up. I don't know what to. Yeah. I hope I hope not cuz 259 is too I, much. I'll check these things out and I'll, I'll you know you know me I will send them my my feedback and if I don't think they're worth the 250 or I don't think people will pay I'll tell them very much that I think that. I mean I I, I from what Todd said and what I heard a little bit at the show floor I think I'm going to love these things and I'll probably stay on my on my on my headset. Um I, I don't like over the ear uh, Eric says they're going to 199 so that's better. 199. Okay. I it's definitely better. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Uh, I don't like using these uh, over the ear, you know, regular headphones on my headset. It's just something I know I'm not comfortable with. And I have to do it all the time. When you go to these shows and stuff, when you go to a demo, most of them will make you put on, you know, the headset and they'll make you put headphones over top of it. I just don't like the feeling of it. It's not, I'm not a fan. 
um because I, I just don't like the bulkiness of it this it looks way smoother they are bigger than i would like them to be a little bit like longer but i mean i don't care what i look like when i'm in the headset i don't care what i look like either look so, at me yeah i don't care what i look cool like. <laughs> we'll go we'll, we'll, yeah yeah we're, we're fine <laughs> all right let's uh let's do this let's 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 talk ruins magus um ruins magus is an amazing game uh came out a few months ago now todd i want to say um really cool game let's let's take a look at a quick trailer for ruins magus and then uh we have a key to give away for ruins magus I, I love this game, um, made by Character Bank. Um, really good developer. This is a, if you like like a JRPG type style of game, you know you're like super you know, nostalgic, you know, uh, all in all in Japanese with, um, with captions, um, for dialogue. It's so good, it brings you back. The gameplay is fantastic. Uh, the visuals, the visuals are amazing, man. The, the size of some of these boss that bosses like that. And they have to use them. They can't scare everything. I think we're going to have them on the show coming up soon uh, to announce some cool stuff. So. Oops, Sim says the trailer is way louder than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Yeah, this is a really cool game. I like it a lot, and um, <clears throat> and they're not done with it, so which is always good to hear, right? Yeah. Look at the size of this thing. It's awesome. Mm, that's crazy. You see that in the headset when that thing breaks through the wall, you're like, "Holy crap, man!" Yeah, that's crazy. Um, uh, Lee uh, uh, Olhauser says uh, Boba VR tweeted that they are hoping to announce their headphones by the end of September. I hope so. Hope so. Yep. Hope so. Bobo has been having difficulties with this one for a while, as is, you know, several other companies. It seems like the audio solutions are very hard to get right. Uh, Kiwi has done some, and they've had issues, and they're re redoing, redesigning them again. Yeah. They're retweaking theirs, and Bobo has been supposedly coming with headphones for months six now. months. Yeah. Six months, probably. Um, you know. Uh, I want Bobo's great. I want to see them do a great, you know, headphones, but um, we'll see. We'll see if they can do in a, you know less expensive headphones than these Conquest and make them as good. We'll see. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, if they follow suit with that same style that fits on anything, which I think is kind of what they're. I would, uh, given that they've got that Bobo battery thing that fits on everything, you know, I think they're smart to that or wise to that. Let's make a a headphone that'll fit everything. Yeah, System Critical says race against time. The race against time. Good chat. Can't wait for you to try in uh, System Critical. Sounds super cool. Todd, tell us about System Critical. I don't know anything about System Critical. <laughs> Echo <laughs> in the Future says, I don't know. I'm not uh, I'm not a big on the look of Ruins Magus, but might uh, be just looking at it from a flat screen. Hard to say sometimes um, how things translate. It is... It, Echo into the future. It is gorgeous. This game is so good looking, and there's a lot here. Um, you know, you're you're really, really gonna love this game. Um, it, the the look of it in the headset is way better than it looks flat. It looks almost too cartoony flat. It looks really, really good in the headset. It still does have that 
cell shaded kind of cartoony look to it, but it's better in the headset. Of course, it always is in the headset. Um, yeah. I think you're going to like it a lot. I, I, the visual the visuals are not an issue here. Trust me, this game is fantastic. Well, now I'm I, now I want to play System Critical. Yeah, you looking at <laughs> you looking at it? Let's run a trailer if you got it. Pull no, up a trailer, man. No, it's not that it's not that quick anymore. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Skiba would have it up in like 10 seconds. He'd be, like, oh, he'd be, <laughs> yeah, all, be all over it. <laughs> uh, but we're going to give a key oh, away to Ruins Vegas. This. It, was this another game? Was this under a different name? No, this is a uh, Steam game. Is it coming to Quest? Was this, uh, if, uh, if System Critical is still in the chat, was this game under a different name at one time? And was it renamed? Shots fired, Todd. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Thomas McDonald says, uh, "Reading subtitles in VR, it works, man. I swear to God, it does. I'm not a big fan of reading subtitles, and I'm not a fan of reading anything in VR. Trust me. But there's something about this. I don't know if you ever played any of the old JRPGs or any of the old, you know, uh, uh, Sony early Sony games that were like, you know, you, you know, in Japanese, and then they had the it was all like, you know, in, in written text and you know, written reading subtitles." There's just something about it. It was so good. Um, uh, man, you, you're going to love it. it. It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother me at all. You know, and I did actually hear that they might actually dub it, uh, but I hope they don't. I, I would rather see them not dub it and keep it at subtitles. System Critical to Race Against Time says, no, it was always System Critical to Race Against Time. It's uh, it's on both Steam VR and Quest 2 Standalone. Shit, Todd, how come we haven't checked this out? I don't know. I can't find a trailer. Oh, here we go. Dude, I found it. Awesome. Well, hey, we're always looking to try new games. We'll check it out. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, uh, $9.99 on App Lab. Let's check it out, Todd. Let's do a video, man. App Lab. Hmm. People are talking about like Mega Man. I am a. Uh... I still Mega Man. Yeah, we are. Uh, we are. We are side called? quest right. ambassadors. That's right. We're sidekicks, yo. We're sidekicks. We're sidekicks. So uh, maybe we'll, we'll do that. Um, yeah, system critical. Uh, hit us up. Um, you know, hit me up on on uh, on my email. You can get me at mashdaddycool at gmail dot com, uh, mashdaddycool at gmail dot com, or get a hold of Todd at lamplighter dot com, and uh, and let's talk about it. We'll uh, we'll check it out. We're always looking to to find new games and and help a developer out and uh, show their games off to people. So that's what we're all about. Here. That's what we're doing here right now. Is that's why we give away games is to try and get people to try new things. And... Holy shit, that looks awesome! Mode what? Look at the thing. Look at the look at that. It is like a Mega Man style of gun on the right hand. Mega Man. Stay alive and escape the evil forces that created you. It is time to embark on a journey to find a way to restore your system back to normal before it's too late. Nine ninety nine on Steam too. Awesome, Tatum says. Awesome. Sure Look at that. It's like retro style. Yeah, I, I love I love this kind of stuff, man. It is too. Is it like That's a, like a platform? It looks almost like a, is this like a platformer too? Yeah, look at all that. Like your oh my god, he's got a sword too. <laughs> oh my god, he's Dude. got a sword. <laughs> I love platforming in VR, man. I really do. There's not enough of it. 
this looks cool. I'm glad you stopped by the chat. This looks cool. Let's get, let's get, let's check this out, Todd. Yep. And we'll uh, maybe we'll, list. maybe we'll, we'll see if we'll have time and uh, maybe we can check it out and uh, talk about it for next week. If not, we'll definitely check it out for the week after. I like it. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Eric Hartley says it's got great platforming and it's also nice and challenging too. I love games like this that are challenging. Um, it, it's it's super good. Um, yeah. Um, Geisen said Ru Ruins Megas had a nice setup um, in the Tokyo Game Show uh, VR. Yeah, they did. And uh, I'm actually going to see Character Bank next week. So I'm on the road again, guys. I wasn't really planning on no. going to too many places. Uh, I'm going to go to Miami. I'm going to I'm leaving for Miami next Tuesday. And uh, I am going to head to the Vale tournament um, next weekend. There is a Vale tournament in Miami. Um, you know, we had teams that were all over the country, all over the world that were competing uh, in a bracket system for Vale. And we are down to the final four teams uh, in this Vale tournament. And uh, they're flying them all from wherever their country they're in or wherever they are in the world. And they're bringing them all to Miami to compete. Uh, and, uh, I've been invited to go and I'm going to go and check it out. And, uh, you know, who's going to be there? Character bank is going to be there. They're gonna have a booth there. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to checking them out and going to see them. And, and, uh, you know, they're really, really, really a, a great team, uh, character bank. And uh, I'm looking forward to what they, what they, what, what they can do with this game in the future and what they do with their next game. Awesome. All right. Let's give a key to runes Megas away. Oh, very possible. It could be you guys might have reached out to us already, and just not not connecting our in our thoughts. But uh, like, yeah, definitely, uh, we can we can definitely message it back and forth. We'll talk about it, and if we have, then we'll uh, we'll get in there. I may have a key. Yeah, it, it sounds familiar to me now. System critical. I may have a key for this. I don't know. I don't. Let's do it. Let's schedule it up and play it and record it and then uh, get it get it done. All right, let's give a key away to Ruins Magus. Ruins Magus. Is that the key we're doing? Yeah, right. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Might have to reset it. Why? They can win a game, why not? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> How does this stuff always happen? It was happen? slow. That's awesome. That's System Critical, you awesome. are the proud winner of Ruins Magus. Congratulations. Send How does that email. always happen? <laughs> that is so funny. I that's love hilarious. it. That is too funny. Congratulations. That's great awesome. game, great game. It is. I mean, this is this is a fantastic game. If you're a VR fan, you're going to love this game. It's really, really good. And if you have any nostalgia for these type of games, it's going to like, you know, it's it's just really good. You're going to love it. So, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And definitely let's uh, let's chat uh, this week. Uh, System critical. And uh, and and we'll uh, we'll get you figured out if we have keys. We'll cover. It. I, I will want definitely want to cover that game. It looks amazing. Mm -hmm. OK, let's um let's we have a couple more things. Then we'll finish up, guys. Let's cover um Todd. Let's cover. um. So there was an announcement um, at Gamescom. I was able to go to Fast Travel, and they had four games that I could check out at, at that, this booth. And this was a two-hour demo, man, because it's a half hour each game. Three of them were announced, which is uh, which was Hellsweeper, um, which was um, uh, the uh, the sword fighting game Broken Edge, and then um, We Are One. The fourth game was basically under under wraps i had to sign an nda as soon as i got to the booth but i was allowed to go in and do the demo and um you know the nda actually ended today 
So I did capture my gameplay footage uh, from Gamescom of me playing this new game. And uh, even back then, I didn't even know the name of the game. They wouldn't even tell me. They were calling it X15 as a as just a code name for the game. Um, that's how quiet this game was. And it was announced today. The embargo lifted and ended. This is Stellaris VR Ghost Signal. So this is in the Stellaris universe. Uh, and the name of the game is Ghost Signal. And, uh, and it's going to be coming out uh, from Fast Travel Games. And uh, yeah, we're taking a look at the trailer here. And this is like, um, it's a space combat game played in like a third person where you're controlling the ship and you're, it looks beautiful in the headset, Todd. I was super, like when I put this on, you can see some of these living, huge behemoth creatures that are flying around in space. Oh, you have spaceships cool. all over the place. Oh, it's man. so cool inside the headset. Like again, you look flat and you're like, yeah, it looks really cool, man. Flat. You're like, ah, oh, it's amazing. See this in the headset. It, and it blows your mind how good this looks because you're in it and you're looking around 360 and you see these things flying around and you're moving your your starship you know and you have other starships coming after you and shooting at you You have all these you know you have asteroids flying at you and you have to collect you have to collect these resources as you blow things up and it's just super cool man and uh yeah ghost signal uh coming out um, did they say when it was going to release? Said 2023 and yeah, uh, 2023. No actual date yet, right? Yeah. Um, whenever it is, I'll be playing it. I can tell you. That I'm gonna just yeah, oh, yeah. a little bit. This is Eric's actual footage. Yeah. So this, yeah, this is my this is my actual gameplay from you know from Gamescom when I was able to go in and do the demo and uh, and uh, Polynair says Stellaris and VR hype. Yeah, Stellaris is a huge you know it's a huge IP, right? And uh, this you know ghost signal coming coming to vr which is really amazing um i'll have to cut this up and put it up on youtube yeah paradox interactive it's, it says it's like the pc game from paradox interactive ghost signal lets you captain your own spaceship and explore the universe this time in search of the uh enigmatic ghost signal uh it's an it's a single player game um you can scan exotic creatures for your logbook and conduct research in multiple tech trees uh, you can scavenge, uh, scavenge other players after you, um, um, you've, you know, for des you know deserted ships or you blow up other ships. You can scavenge those ships for valuables. Um, it, it's it, there's just a lot to this game. It's not just a simple shooter game or a space game. There's a lot to it, which is really cool. Did you say you were using controllers or is it hand? I was using controllers. I, I I'm trying to remember now, D. It's been a little while, and I had so much going on that day. I'm pretty sure I was using controllers. It, it looks like your now. hand, but it, I know. that could right. just be the way they did it, right? I'm looking in. I don't. I'm looking in the article, and I don't see anything that says hand tracking. I'm just trying to remember. I don't. I just don't remember now. There was. I had so much going on that week. Yeah, you see, you flipped um, your hand over there, so it looks like you mm -hmm. flipped your hand upside down. There, and then poked it. Could have just been the controller. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I I mean, I, I remember them sitting with me in the room as I did it, and it was quite a bit of them having to help me go through things. I just don't remember if it was because of hand tracking or if it was um... the world's like gorgeous though. That sun looks yeah. really good. Yeah, for a quest fun. game. Yeah, like wow. So I'm, I'm reading uh, Road to VR here, and they said uh, you know the gameplay is to include roguelike gameplay where no journey uh, is in vain uh, because you're going to continue to even when you die you're going to continue to build your you're going to continue to build yourself and like I think roguelite um, alien species species to battle or befriend heavy artillery to fend off monstrous creatures or defeat enemy armadas 
powerful upgrades such as freeze ray, atomic missiles, and dragon uh, companions, randomized maps, daily challenges, and leaderboards. There's going to be a lot to this game. Is it multiplayer? Um, it is not multiplayer. Definitely not. Single player only, unfortunately. The, the world now, looks maybe. intuitive enough that it would have the multiplayer feel. Like it looks like there's always dangers and stuff. And yeah, you know, if it's done right, it doesn't need to be multiplayer. Yeah, again, you know, we 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 all love multiplayer. You know, multiplayer is great, but um, every game can't be multiplayer, no. right? Um, yeah, it looks super cool. I had a lot of fun. This was one of those demos where I walked out. So GT, you know, works for you know, he works with with um with fast travel games, and he was uh, he was kind of he was you know working the booth that day, and he was walking me through each each demo, and uh, you know, I came out of the I came out of the booth after I you know you're at a private booth. Uh, when I did this demo and I was just smiling from ear to ear and he's like, yeah, he's, he's like, you get it. Right. And I'm like, that's so good. It was just really, it was really well done. Um, very immersive, um, being the, in the environments was super cool. Uh, Travel man says battle group VR is multiplayer. This had a very similar feel to battle group, but not as like eternal starlight too. Hectic. Yeah. Eternal starlight battle group, not as hectic where that can be where you're trying to control so many things at one time. This was more intuitive and more shooter, um, you know, because you're kind of aiming at these targets as they're coming at you. You're having to change different weapons. You can you have a boost to get out of the way. Um, these ships they try and ram you, so you have to move your trajectory and get yourself out of the way. Um, I don't remember this being hand tracking at all. I just I don't remember that. I think it was controller. Um, good, it does. It was very good. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really excited about this game. I think it's going to be really good. We're going to have to wait till 2023, um, early 2023. Um, which, I thought I saw March, but I don't know. Maybe that was something else. But. What what headset is launching in early 2023 that this could also come out on? Mm. Hmm. Mm. Does it begin with a play? Does it begin with play? Begin with a play? <laughs> come on now, dude. <laughs> Makes sense though, right? For a launch title. Yeah. It'd look good on CSVR too. We'll have more. Uh, we'll have more on this as we go. Any anytime we get some more tidbits of news, we'll bring it up. Um, it's something I'm definitely interested in and in taking a look at. You know who likes a good tidbit? My mom. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. All right, let's finish our one thing, and then we're going to give away. Uh, have that wandering space game to give away, and then we have those grips. We're going to have those uh, two different extension grips that I'm going to give away from uh, Hiblocks. Um, let's talk about the other news that dropped today. I didn't even see this at Gamescom. wasn't even mentioned. wasn't even talked about. Um, I knew nothing about this. Boom. Fast Travel drops another bomb today. They're publishing another freaking game, guys. Fast Travel is quickly becoming the company to, you know, to go to for number one, making great games, but publishing the game. The, the company is games. not called Slow Travel. No, they are <laughs> fast, quick, speedy. Um, that whole team over there has great things going on. And, um, you know, I'm super excited for whatever they can do. And here's what they're doing. They're publishing Guardians Frontline. So Guardians has been around for a little while. Uh, it was a Steam game. And then it did go into App Lab. And I played quite a bit of this game. And I really, really liked it. We had um, access to their alpha. and We played it really early on. We did, it and they good. had they had, they have a map editor feature on. Um, I don't know if they have it in the Quest version, but I know they have it in the Steam version. 
But there's a map editor feature where you can actually build your whole entire maps and, and they give you all the tools to build maps and you can you can add those maps into the community and, and other people can play them. Very, very cool. And this is it has very much of a um, uh, Starship Troopers feel to it. Um, mm-hmm. your, 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 your task with protecting a base um, from, you know, waves of oncoming um, like insectoid aliens right like yeah. like like in starship troopers and they, they come at you like from crazy you know flying ones and, and crawling ones Out and the like spider ones and, and yeah. yeah huge you know huge like um you know like uh dragon sized you know uh, uh enemies as well and they're all over the place and then um, it's improved you know, so much yeah you have all these great environments um that you can go to you have tons of different weapons and what you can do is it almost has a tower defense feel to it yeah. as well because at the beginning of each stage you you gain money as you as you go what happens is you put these mining pods up and you're mining this ore that's around the area in this fort that you're protecting and the enemies are trying to destroy your mines so they're you're always and they're trying to kill you too but they're always trying to go after your mines and what you do is is anything you mine during the round when that round is over, you get that in money, and then you're able to buy more defenses for the next round. Yeah. So you can buy, you know, turrets, and you can buy mechs, and you can Little buy um, drones. You, yeah, you can buy dro- droids. like droids that yeah. will help you. You know, they'll help battle Perfect. with you. And yeah, these big, me- huge mech, um, you know, uh, robots that will you know fight for you as well. And you have you know all these huge. Yeah, you know, and you can and you can jets. buy, yeah. yeah, and you can buy more uh, mining, you know, equipment, so you can make more money for the next round. And you have to keep doing this because a lot of your stuff will get destroyed in that round, and then the next round comes, and you know, you're trying to make it to the to the end. And there's just a lot to this game. It's super cool. And now, fast travel is going to publish the relaunch of this. So basically, they're taking this title, they're working on it, they're changing it, they're making it better, they're relaunching it onto the quest store proper so this this store now is this game now that has been an app lab is now coming out of that app lab and it's going to launch on to uh meta quest 2 and steam vr uh in early 2023 another title coming in early 2023 um super cool yeah it's it's i always like to see when these uh, app lab titles kind of you know birth into the quest proper store and get the recognition that they deserve so yeah, like I like the the whole we saw in that video right there. You saw like um like you were flying a spaceship. Mm-hmm. That was not in the game that I played. Um, I don't remember that at all. So I don't think they had that in there where you were actually getting in a spaceship. Yeah, and flying. I, I I got no spaceship at yeah. some time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's super cool. I, I love that. Uh, it's a really good game, and, and this is a smart move for a company like Fast Travel to pick up because number one, it helps the developer get out of App Lab, which is oh yeah, we've talked about pain in the ass getting out of app lab and then and then the and then you know the the developer fast travel the publisher fast travel can help them get onto the quest store and then they can help them market it because just getting out of out of out of app lab on the quest store if you launch an anonymity it doesn't matter you're still not going to sell anything yeah so if you're all of a sudden like hey yeah we made it we're out of you know we're out of app lab onto quest store if nobody knows that you're out of app lab on app store no and under the quest store nobody's still going to buy your game so you need somebody behind you to help you basically relaunch the entire game. Okay, you need to relaunch it again, just like you're relaunching it from the beginning. And if that means changing your name to Frontline or whatever you want to do uh, and putting, you know, and upgrading it and putting new skins on it or making it look better, this is what you do. And this is the way you do it. So people will know about it. 
Yeah, good for them. Um, yeah, exactly. Good, good for good for um for the developer and good for you know fast travel for mm-hmm. for you know helping you know a smaller developer out, helping them you know you know seeing the the great in this game and helping them get through what they got to get through. Awesome. Okay, um, that is all I've got for news this week. Sorry that was so long, guys. There was so much. It was just so much, man. I wanted to cover. There was a um, lot to talk about today. Yeah, it's a long show, but uh, I think it was worth it. We had 48, 55, I think was the max we topped out at. We've had a lot of people here today, and most of you stuck around for the whole show, so that's good. Yeah. Let's give away three more things real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll close it up, and we'll get the heck out of here, everybody. Uh, okay, Go enjoy okay. the rest of your Thursday night. <laughs> Um, let's give away, um, the, uh, wandering in space game. I'm going to drop that video this weekend, uh, wandering space. It's a PC, it's a steam game. So it's only steam guys. Sorry. Um, so if you don't have steam, you can't use it. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'm so loud. Yeah, it sucks. And we're going to give these away next. Duggan? William? Where do you see William? Oh, Liam? I'm, I'm sorry. I thought the screen was cut off. I really thought the screen was halfway cut off because I can't see we. We is like cut off for me for some reason. It is a little bit. Yeah, I see that. Uh, Liam Duggan. Congratulations on Wandering in Space. I hope you have Steam VR. Um, and I hope you have uh, PC VR to play it. But uh, it's a really good game and I can't wait to show everybody. Uh, D, I got scared a couple times. You? I'm not going to lie. Oh, scared. D's never playing this game. Oh, yeah. No, it's really good. You're going to love it. No, <laughs> if you got scared, D's going to have a coronary and oh, then yeah. D's the, no longer going to be able to play two, VR two, or any flat game. Whatsoever. Two games I've played recently got me to scream. I had a little little scream like a little girl. Um, <laughs> not, not that there's anything wrong with screaming like a little girl. I keep saying that and I, I got to stop doing that. Not that there's anything wrong with screaming like a little girl or a little boy or however you want to scream. All right. <laughs> sure, just a big baby. How about that? I always do that. I have to stop. My daughter's like, Dad, what are you doing? Uh, you know, I got to stop doing that. But yeah, I did scream. I did scream. Like, you know, like a little person. Like you play like a little person. (laughs) I did scream. All right, let's give these grips away before I insult everybody here. Um, (laughs) These are pretty cool. Hiblox grips. This is the first one we'll give away right here. Um, These are super cool, man. Uh, I like these a lot. Hiblox is doing some good stuff, man. I really like their stuff. Um, Another company like Bobo, when I find a company that I think is really, really good, I'll try and support them as best I can. And um, they try and support us. Go away from stuff. PDX VR, congratulations. So you know the deal, guys. Just need to hit us up and let us know who you are and give us your address and phone number, and I will ship it out to you ASAP. And uh, just uh, you can get me at uh, mashdaddycool at gmail.com or todd at lamplighter.com. No, right. lamplighter at gmail.com. Lamplighter.com? What am I? Well, yeah. Well, website? I, I should get that you website. Should, you, should, you should get that website. <laughs> you definitely should. Yeah, congrats, PDX. That's awesome. And uh, let's do one more. We have one more to give away. One more.
Troy? Oh, no. so close. It shall be. That's amazing. Congratulations, Michelle B. You got yourself a very cool grip extensions from Hiblox. Do all kinds of stuff with them. Except play Beat Saber. You can't play no you can, but I don't think I don't recommend that you do. Kayak VR, Beat, Beat Saber. You can probably even play walkabout and stuff like that with them. They look like yeah. uh, good uh, all around so, uh, extension. Blade, Blade and sorcery or you know, mm, something yeah, like that. Something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. That was awesome. I'm glad that uh, we were able to give these things away. Um yeah, super cool. Super cool. Well, guys, what do you think? Um, that's pretty much it for our show. I'm glad we had a good chance to go through a lot of this stuff. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff that happened this week. I'm glad we have new hardware. Um, it may not be exactly what we have, but I'm glad we have new hardware. Uh, I'm glad we have some new killer games coming. I, I like seeing these little surprises like, you know, Stellaris and, uh, and you know, Guardians Frontline. And, um, you know, we, this is, we are getting into the crazy season for VR that we get every year. So things are about to get insane. When we get into, like, you know, September, late, late September, October, November, you know, into the, into the December, the holiday season, it's going to be crazy. We have some big, big titles coming. There's going to be a lot of games to play. There's going to be more headsets. Um, you know, this is a good time to be involved with VR. And I hope that you guys uh, come here to get your VR news or get a piece of VR or get a rant or get, you know, whatever you want to come here for, whatever you want to come to say here. hi to D. Yeah. If you want to come and just, you know, be here for the giveaways, come for the giveaways. If you want to come and hang out with the amazing people that are here in chat to help build our community, to help build, be part of this amazing thing that we have going here, come and do that. If you want to be here for the rants, come for the rants. I'm sure I'll have some shit to talk about somebody at some point. Maybe we'll get somebody else to do a rant one of these times. Maybe we'll get D to like really flip out on somebody. Maybe, maybe once I get, you know, head first into this freaking PCVR stuff, I'll, I'm sure I'll have something to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will too. Uh, lots of stuff either way maybe you come here for todd because he's amazing and he's canadian and look at him look at look how cool he is you look forward to the high diddly ho diddly but yeah it was a long show we'll let everybody get out of here we will say uh thank you very much and i uh, just want to say quickly uh you guys know the things if you are not subscribed and this is your first time here please think about subscribing to the channel. We would greatly appreciate it. We are growing like crazy. If you do subscribe, make sure you hit the notification bell because if you don't hit the bell, you don't know when we go live and you don't know when we drop new content. If you want to do a little bit more, if you'd like to support us, help us grow this channel, help us um, do these better things like you see we're doing now, uh, we would really appreciate it. Become part of our patronage and you can come hang out with us every Monday and do our Patreon prep show where we set this entire thing up. This Everything you're seeing here tonight the Patreons were a part of, they were here for it, and they got a chance to see us build it from scratch, test it out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, maybe it was a little boring, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot <laughs> it of fun. had to be done, yeah. Um, but you never know who's going to stop in because you get like somebody like Skiba, who actually is Skiba from Between Realities, is a patron. And he and he came in and, and uh, he decided to stay for a long time helping us out. Yeah. And uh, we get cool people to stop in all the time. So um, think about being a, being a patron, coming in and hanging out with us. We would appreciate having you there. And every little bit helps us out to uh, continue to do amazing things in this channel and do uh, these amazing giveaways that we like to do. All right. That is going to be it for me, for my good friend, Todd, who is right there. And my good friend D who is right down there. I love the new branding. See you later, everybody. Good night guys. Bye. Saturday night, Saturday night live stream. <laughs>